Hey friends, happy Magical Monday. I'm Courtney. And I'm TJ. And welcome to another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. We're so glad that you're here. Yeah! Today we have (laughs) some returning special guests. Thank you, Brian, for the applause. I appreciate it. Um, We have Brian and Dorothy, our parents. Back again. Back again. Look who's back. Shady's back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's great to have you guys back. Um, Of course. I could look this up easily, but I think it's funner to try to make us all remember. Or more fun. Funner's not a word. I'm so sorry. You can say funner or more fun, but you can't say more funner. Thank you for that clarification. Okay. Um, (laughs) The last movie you guys were on for was Shippendale, right? Yes, it was. Okay. Okay, cool. And then the last one before that was the last year of Christmas of Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yes. Right. Nice. Yes. Um, so today we're talking about Santa Claus 2. Yeah. Yeah, I was super excited. Um, I There's a lot of these, so it might have to be an annual thing, because there's a third one, and then I think there's another one coming I this know. Year. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, so uh, it was a lot of fun. Before we get to the good stuff, though, Courtney and I, why don't we go ahead and kick it off with a um, with a plot summary? So I'll start us off, and yep. then we'll dive into it. Okay. Right, here we go. Eight years have passed since Scott Calvin took on the mantle of Santa Claus. Head elf Bernard and Curtis, the keeper of the Handbook of Christmas, inform Scott that there is another clause, the Mrs. Clause. Scott is now pressed to get married before the next Christmas Eve, or the clause will be broken and he will stop being Santa forever. At the time, or at the same time, Abby the Elf delivers even more distressing news. Scott's teenage son Charlie is on the naughty list due to being vandal or doing due to having vandalized his school to get attention. Scott must return to his home to search for a wife and set things right with Charlie. He brings this up. When visited by the Council of Legendary Figures, consisting of Mother Nature, Father Time, Cupid, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, and the Sandman. To cover for Santa's prolonged absence, um, Curtis helps Scott create a a life-size animatronic Santa clone, much to Bernard's horror. However, at Santa's request, Bernard reluctantly plays along with the ordeal and tells the other elves that Santa has a makeover, so they will not question the double's synthetic appearance. Because of the impending end of his contract, Scott undergoes a desantification process that gradually turns him back into Scott Calvin. He has a limited amount of magic to help him. Scott returns home to his former wife, Laura, her husband, Neil, and their six-year-old daughter, Lucy, and Charlie. He and Charlie face the ear. Is that how you say that word? Ire, I believe. Um, face the ire of his school principal, Carol Newman, when Charlie defaces the lockers. At the North Pole, Toy Santa follows the rule book to liter- to, um, too, literally. too literally and begins to think that everyone in the world is naughty because of their small mistakes. As a result, Toy Santa takes over the North Pole using giant toy soldiers he made himself and unveils his plan to the elves to give lumps of coal to the world. Bernard exposes Toy Santa as a fraud, and Toy Santa places him under house arrest. After a few failed dates... Um, which are hilarious, by the way. The girl in the sweater who sings the song in the middle of the restaurant. Dead. Hilarious. So funny. Um, <laughs> it made me cringe really bad. It was so cringe. Everyone's just staring at her, and then she's offended. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but Scott finds himself falling for Carol. He comes be accompanies her in a horse-drawn sleigh to the faculty Christmas party, during which she confesses she used to believe in Santa as a child until she was forced to stop doing so by her parents after fighting with children who told her Santa was not real. Using a little of his Christmas magic, Scott enlivens the otherwise dull party by presenting everyone with their childhood dream gifts. He makes a special presentation to Carol, and with his last remnant of magic, wins her over and they kiss under mistletoe. However, when Scott attempts to explain to her that he is Santa, she believes that he is mocking her childhood and throws him out. 
Later, Charlie is upset about Scott dating his principal, and he confesses how hard it is for him that Scott is never around like the other fathers and reveals the pressure he is under to conceal the secret that his father is Santa. Lucy manages to convince Charlie not to be mad at him, um, which leads Charlie to convince Carol that Scott is Santa by showing her the magic snow globe he received during Scott's initial transformation. Curtis flies in to tell Scott about Toy Santa's plan. However, Scott has used up the last of his magic wooing Carol and cannot return to the North Pole. With help from the Tooth Fairy, Scott and Curtis manage to get back only for Toy Santa to find them and tie them up. Charlie and Carol spring them free by summoning the Tooth Fairy to fly them to the North Pole. Um, Scott goes after Toy Santa, who has already left with with the sleigh, um, riding Chet, a rambunctious uh, reindeer in training, and they both crash back into the village. With an army of elves, Carol, Bernard, Charlie, and Curtis lead them into a snowball fight to overthrow the toy soldiers. Toy, Sona, toy Santa is defeated and reduced to a six-inch height, like little toy figurine. And uh, Scott marries Carol in a ceremony presided over by Mother Nature. Scott transforms back into Santa, and Carol transforms into Mrs. Claus. And Christmas proceeds as it always has. Scott and Charlie reveal the truth to Lucy about Scott being Santa Claus, promising to keep his secret. And that's the way it ends. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, cool. So, initial thoughts. We're going to do a little bit longer round of this, because I think this is a fun way. Because we, me and uh, me and Dorothy already had a fun conversation about this before it started. Yes. So, I think that this will be um, a lot of differing opinions. There's other movies that this is similar to. I think of, like, Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. Um, that people can go back and forth on both. So, I'll go with you first, and we'll go to Brian, Courtney, and then myself. So, what are your initial thoughts of this movie? Like, when you remember watching it the first time, mm-hmm. and how do you think it compares to the first movie? Okay, so for me, sequels are usually not, I think, better than the first one. I, I do agree with you there. They're, but they're typically not. This one, I think, was funnier than the first one. Okay. This movie is absolutely hilarious. There's so many funny parts. Yeah. But I think as an overall story or... Like, it did have a good... I guess it had a good story, but I, I just really love the first one. I think the first one's kind of a classic. Okay. So I think I loved the first one more, but this one, to me is one of those that I could still rewatch mm. um, over and over. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Brian, what about you? What are your initial thoughts on the movie, and um, how does it compare to the first one? Uh, I liked, I liked it. It was, wasn't as good as the first one for me. Um, there, was, there was parts of it that was good. I don't know if I'd watch it again, so, but yeah. That's fair. Good. Yeah. That's fair. Courtney, what about you? Okay, here are my thoughts. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was enjoyable. I think it is funnier. I liked Toy Santa and the fact that he sounded like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> um, <laughs> was that because he technically is, is Buzz, Buzz Lightyear? Lightyear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just, he sounded more like Buzz Lightyear than regular Tim There Allen. are moments when both of them sound like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, but specifically when he's angry, Santa. I think sounds a lot like Buzz Lightyear. Did you? Sorry, um, I'm, I'm interrupting. Did no. you watch the very end when they were doing like the funny takes during the credits? No, no. we did not so watch those. So if you watch the end during the credits, he's actually like in. They have them all like all the um, the bad Santas are like lined up and they're doing these funny dances, and he totally sounds like Buzz Lightyear. That's then. funny. It's really you should oh, watch we'll the have to go back and watch, watch that. Yeah, yeah watch it. it's really that funny. Like a lot of fun. They're like dance. All, they're all the toy Santas are dancing and yeah. making like funny. 
Um, also, to like one off from that, I think it's so funny that 90s and early 2000s movies always had to have a bit at the end of it of bloopers. Yes. That was so good. Like, even A Bug's Life, we, we, we talked about when we did that oh one movie. Oh my gosh, The Bug's Life bloopers They had bloopers the animated bugs doing bloopers. With, and then there was a scene with like the Toy Story animals in it, and the, and the Toy Story did uh, their end bloopers, Toy Story 2. Yeah. At the end of their bloopers, the Bug's Life characters were in it. And yes. it was like the way that they used to do that, Disney used to do such a great job. It with just that. makes it yeah. so funny. It yeah. does. It makes I it love so that. funny and fun. Yeah. Agreed. Um, But I like it. I don't think it's as good as the first one. I think... I don't know. Yeah. The first one's more rewatchable because I think it is such a classic. But this one is... I mean, it's not bad. It's still good. Like, I still enjoyed it. It was nice. I don't know. These are my thoughts. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I personally like this one a little better, the second one. But I think I've put my finger on why. I don't think I watched the first one first growing up. I think the first one I watched was the second one for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so I think the second one just triggers a lot of nostalgia for me. Um, I think if I had to pick one to delete, it would be the second one, though, because the first one, you it really sets everything up really well. I think that they complement each other pretty well. I think, it's a, I, I think there's like the whole... The first one, was, even though it had silly elements, the first one was much more serious. Yeah. Like yeah. Scott was a struggling dad. Like the opening scene when they're having like Christmas dinner. What was that restaurant they had? Shoney's. Oh, yeah. Was it Shoney's or was it like um it was it one was, of those. It was Denny's. Denny's, yes. Denny's, Denny's yeah. yeah. Like Denny's. that was such a gloomy scene. Like Charlie's like excited about Christmas dinner. He burns a turkey and then they have to go. And Scott wasn't even necessarily nice about it. He was just like, I mean, you know, so anyways, that one, um, that movie was just really real. Like there's a lot of like the father stuff that was, it was, this one was much more like a like silly sequel. Yeah. I, I guess one of the thoughts I had too was like when they came to him was like, Hey, there's a, there's another clause. You need, you need to, you know, find a, find a wife. Yeah. Find a life mate. Like, <laughs> You just realized in 2023 versus what was that the early 2000? Oh, there yeah. was no, no like swipe left, swipe right, swipe up, swipe down, swipe yeah. down, whatever that. What's that called? Tinder. There's lots of them. Yes. Yeah. But Tinder like, him. yeah, they, Tinder was the kickoff yeah. for sure. So there was no like dating app. So he had to like go old school. You yeah. Know? And it just reminded me like the work you had to put in to get somebody to to like you and to fall in love with you. Yeah. yeah. And for him to have to do that in in that time frame in 28 days back then, Daunting. wild. Yeah, completely insane. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's a great point, Brian. I think that um, watching these older movies, something that I always enjoy about them is how it like resets my expectation of society. And it almost it makes me like not to sound like an old fart, but it makes me miss how things used to be sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, like there's a, there's a reason they call it Riz today, the stupid <laughs> word. But like as a guy, as a guy, yeah. you have to have game. Yeah. yeah like yeah. When I, I know when you were growing yeah. up for sure, but even yeah, me, like right. as a teenager, in my first couple years in right. college, like you had to you had to have game. You had to be able to talk well. You had to. Yeah. I mean. Kind of have some money and a right. car, like you I mean you had to put it all together if yeah. you were going to get dates, like, or or you had to front like you had it exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, so, and that was yeah. So I think yeah. that it's just a different dating world yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even like we were watching Friends like today and last night, and there's an episode where it's like Chris. It's not like Christmas, but it's like winter and it's cold outside, and, so and Ross makes a comment, yeah. and. It's like a, I haven't had sex in three months kind of comment. And like, he's like, well, there's fewer people on the streets. There's like no one to like run into to take on dates. Like he's not meeting anyone. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm also reminded, this gets her to a friend's podcast very quickly. There's an episode that we've been watching because it keeps popping up because like we'll start over again. Like we don't ever quite finish the episode before we go to sleep. And so it like keeps, re- we just keep restarting it. I like the one, stuck on season eight. The one where he, they meet the same girl and him 
him and Joey are dating oh, the same yes. girl. Because she oh. moves across the street. She moves across the street. And Joey's like, Joey's like, okay. Oh, he, well, Ross is like, well, I made her reservations at this like really nice French restaurant or some word he says. Yeah. And Joey's like, well, that's not fair. I can't afford that. We need to set a price limit. And he, Ross is like, well, that's what I do on dates. And then Joey's like, well, then I'm going to do what I do on dates. <laughs> and then Ross is like, Okay, well, what's the price limit? Joey's like, six bucks? <laughs> but it's just so funny. It's like, you know, watching the two of them, like, when you watch the show, even they wrote that into it. Like, Ross does have a different way that he takes people on dates. He uses his money and his intelligence, yeah. and Joey uses his sense of humor and, and his looks. His looks. Yeah. Right, but it's two totally different yeah. ways. But right. it, it's just really funny, it like, funny. how that, I really don't think that guys talk about that kind of stuff like yeah. they used to. Like, I know, I know guys still like get ready and look nice and stuff, but it's just different. Like, social media is the thing. You got to get someone's Snapchat, you got to get someone's yeah. Instagram. You gotta you be. You can't able get their phone number. You can only talk on Snapchat. You gotta talk on, yeah. Like, yeah. which is wild. And their relationship is built through that form of communication, and dates are becoming less and less a huge ordeal. Um, or there's something that people are so scared to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure y'all remember this. I mean, I know you guys have been getting her for a long time, but like the excitement of a first date before all this stuff, yeah. like yeah. how nervous you would get and yeah. like how, like I remember yeah. for Courtney and I's first date, like I was like so freaking nervous and yeah. I know she, that she was too. And it's like one of those things where you just don't, I feel like that experience is, it still exists, but it's just not the same. Like they get each other Snapchat and they Snapchat back and forth constantly, they text right. constantly. And like even you guys, like when you guys were dating, I can't even imagine like, you know, no cell phones really, like you're no. not texting no. back and forth. No. Like no. I, I had to use a, uh, back in the day we had these things, like it was a pay phone, yeah. but it was also a calling card. Is that crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And so to like go on a date and get to know each other, like yeah. you had one option. Yeah. I'm going to call them. I'm going to ask them to go on a date. I'm going to show up. I'm going to pick them up or they're going to show up and pick me up or yeah. we're going to meet somewhere. Yeah. And then we're going to just, we're going to spend time together. Yeah. And that yeah. people don't do that anymore. No. no. So that reminds me of, of that episode. It's Gabrielle Union, you know? Yeah. And then it turns into Dwayne Wade's wife. Um, so, and so, but also Aisha, um, uh, Taylor, Tyler, mm-hmm. who is Mother Nature, she's in she's in Friends. She mm. plays the uh, scientist. I knew she looked familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah she. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I knew yeah. she looked familiar. And then the, what was it? Uh, uh, Father Time was uh, Raymond's uh, dad. Yes. Yeah. And the Tooth Fairy looks familiar too. Yes. Oh God. The Molinator. The Molinator. Yeah. Or Roy. Roy. Or Roy. <laughs> <laughs> So we haven't we haven't done this segment before, but I've wanted to do it, so we're just gonna do it. Uh, we're just gonna go off the cuff here. Okay, I no, I, I think it's really cool to always we do this sometimes, but recap some of the familiar faces right. we see in, in the movie. So one yeah. familiar face for me that I don't know that anybody else caught. So um, Mrs. Claus, what's the actress that plays her Courtney? I know you have it up right there. Um, um hold on, hold on. You're I'm good. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought you had it right. Up. I, I did, but then I clicked on Aisha Taylor, and then I'm looking through all of her stuff. Um, it is Elizabeth Mitchell. Elizabeth Mitchell. What I saw her on screen in this movie, I knew who she, I knew she looked really familiar. I couldn't put a finger on why. Uh-huh. She's one of the main characters in the show Lost. Like that was her career, like her big career thing. When she was in the show Lost, and oh, I she had no was, idea. She was one of the main characters. Uh-huh. She, she was like huge character. Like dude, probably I think she came in like season two and was there for the whole show. Um, huge plot. Um, points in the whole show and she has this really iconic stare that she does in the show where she like smolders a little bit yeah. at, the, at the screen when something she happens does that this, this she movie. does it in this yeah. movie yeah. so when I first saw her on screen yeah. I didn't recognize her and then yeah. she made that look at Charlie and I was like why does she look so familiar yeah. and then I looked it up and that's what it was was it that, that first stare um, when she climbed with the ladder to look at Charlie on the yes. ladder that, cold, that was it that cold blue that eyes was, stare that was it yeah. yeah well she also does it to that kid in the hallway when oh, yeah. he when he's like um she, he was skateboarding in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she had um, she had a really big role in in the in that TV show. This is the look, and she does it in the show all the time. Okay. You'll know who she yeah, is. She, yeah. All the posters and stuff, she would always make a... Um, try to find the other one. She's not in Grey's Anatomy, right? She could she's be. She's in the good... She's in one episode the of The Good, good Doctor. The Good Doctor, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's also in Outer Banks. Yes, that yes. was the other thing. Yeah, that yeah, was the other thing. Uh, yes, she's Outer in Banks. Outer Banks, yep, yep. and she um, is in one of the Purge movies. Oh, the Purge. Purge. Yes. Election year. Yes, election year. I saw that one in theaters Yeah. Yeah, that's another reason makes you look familiar. Um, she's in a lot of stuff she was in. Um, I have PTSD from Lost. Really? Because the way it ended? Yeah. You know, I never watched the ending. I was warned about it, and I never even watched the last season yeah, because of it. Because it was a f- fantastic yeah, show. I didn't like it. I think she would love it. Yeah. I think Courtney would have, like, loved that show. I never saw it all. Yeah, I, you, just you, saw, you, okay, yeah. I saw a couple of Seasons yeah. one through, like, four or five are masterpieces. Yeah, yeah they're really good. You never know what's going on. Yep. It's insane. Yep. Um... Okay, any other uh, cast members that were in other things that you guys noticed? or? I want to see what Curtis is in because Curtis looks really familiar. He does. I was going to say that, too. He's in the cat in the hat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I love about Tim Allen, I was talking to somebody in church today. We were talking about Tim Allen because and, and, this, uh, this guy's younger than me, obviously, but he was like, I remember uh, Tim Allen when he was like the tool man. Tool man Taylor. Oh, tool man Taylor. we... That used to come on Nick and I. I would watch it all the time. It was actually a great show. But it also used to come on back in when I was in high school on like a Tuesday night on ABC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Home Improvement, right? Home Improvement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like everything he's been in is really good. Yes. Like from Last Man Standing is like the dad. We love Last Man Standing. Um, That's to like a great every show. Buzz Lightyear to like all his like stuff. He's really good. I didn't yeah. realize he was in more Christmas movies. Yeah, he's in a lot of Christmas stuff. Uh, Tim Allen has made a really... He's one of those people that has embraced like who he is as mm-hmm. an actor and made yeah. a huge career out of yeah. it. Yeah. That, like when they were fixing the cars. Yeah. You know, that kind of reminded yes. me of like... Because that's what he. That's one of his things he does. Yes, loves. I love that too. Yeah. He reminds me of... Um, I like when you find actors and actresses that do stuff like that. Like they, they find like a need. A lot of people be like, oh, well, like they're not as famous as, you know... The Rock, or they're not as famous as this person, or whatever. But like, there's always a niche you can find in your acting, and I think that Tim Allen did a good job of that. I think of people like, um, like Leonardo DiCaprio. He found his niche, and like, he's he's always going to be in huge blockbuster movies, but you don't really ever see him in TV shows, right? But then there's some actors like it, you. It's almost people are like, oh, they're just a TV actor, but like they they're still good at what they yeah. do. Like I like um, what's that one? Um, uh, is it Ozark that show? Yes. Was that who's the leading man for that? Um, Jason Bateman. Yes. Him finding that role oh, is just so clutch. He's so good. So good in it. And yeah. then um, I think of the uh, we need to start watching it. But the um, Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. What's that guy's name? Um, um, he was in the Office too. No, he wasn't. Um, Sadakis. Yes. Thinking, um, yeah. But it's not. Yeah. You're thinking. You're thinking of Andy. Yeah. But no. Uh, Jason Sadakis is that his name? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Him finding like that because he was in that movie. Um, um, but they 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 make like a, a fake family to go on that road trip yes. to get a million dollars. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yeah. He, love it. He's like so funny, right? And then like he to, for him to land this TV role. Like I love when actors do stuff like that, where they're like, I'm not just a movie person. Like I'm not too. I'm not above doing uh, TV shows. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was a funny movie. That was a great movie. You guys yeah. are getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think what, what, what was the tattoo that kid had? Um, oh yeah, in the movie he did. Yes. No regrets. No regrets. He also got. This is bit, my life motto. No regrets. He, he also did by a spider. 
<laughs> in a really bad spot. <laughs> he did. So, that, have you seen the outtakes for that movie? Yeah, no. when they play the Friends theme. Yeah, song. the Friends. Oh theme. yeah. yeah she oh. crying. Yeah. 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 You know that that's so funny because um, I think that 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 was one of those rare times in that show. You could tell Friends they were all. Like it, it impacted their yeah. lives a lot. It made their careers. It did. It made. It I mean, did. it made them who they are. Like Joe, um, Matt LeBlanc said that he. I think he had five dollars to his name. And when he went to the audition, he went and spent it on like a slice of pizza, yeah. and yeah. that was all the money that he had. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you know, look at obviously he's, yeah. he's fine now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's doing <laughs> yeah. He's doing great. Yeah. They're gonna worry. Yeah. Yeah. It just make. It always makes me think like you should never stop. You know. Yeah. Totally yeah. Agree. Always go after your dream. I think. It, um, I even think of. Uh, I mentioned him earlier. The Rock. Um, Dwayne Johnson like a lot of people see him as like megastar there are people roll their eyes he's in everything now yeah. he like was scraping pennies together it, it, to get to be a wrestler and a fighter and then he like ended up making it into WWE was it WWE that he was in WWF yeah 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 and yeah. so he ended up getting into that and like he wasn't beneath that like he yeah. started there and then yeah. he just has worked his way up and I mean it was a grind like he worked hard yeah I, I remember like because Christopher and I um, used to watch wrestling all the time mm-hmm. and um and, and one of our friends uh, up in Dayton was like, oh, man, you're going to like this guy, The Rock. And so he started telling me, like, he played football at, the, at Miami. Oh, that's right. He did yeah, play football. you know, and stuff like that. And so it, and then um, and then who his dad was and stuff. And then just his, like, how he built himself uh, himself up into a character, you know. And that goes back to Tim Allen. I think that's what, what Tim Allen does well. Yeah, Tim Allen does that really, really well. Yeah. And I think that he's left something behind that we can always enjoy. Like, when you think about the stuff that Tim Allen does – I love the fact that when you think of him, you're going to think of the Santa Claus and Toy yeah. Story. Like, those are things that you can show generations of people, and they, yeah. they are truly family movies, and you think of Home Improvement. He, he, like, his acting legacy is a little deeper than a lot of other people's, I would say personally, because it's impacted families. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just something that can bring a family around a yeah. table, Absolutely. a family around, or not a table, around, around a TV, and yeah. you can watch it together. Which I think is why we, I mean, we did the same thing last year, so we picked you guys to come off for the first Santa Claus, and the same with this one is because it's just all about family. It's yeah. about, you know, spending Christmas with family and stuff like that. So, I think that he, he, did, he did a really good job making that, like, his, you know, the yeah. Roles that he plays, but kind of maybe chooses. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Courtney, do you have any other tidbits of information over there? Um, I just want to see what Bernard is in, and then... And then we can move forward. And then we can move forward. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking about Bernard. Bernard. His name is David Krumholtz. I don't know. Okay, please hold. <laughs> um, oh, he's in Oppenheimer, which I have not seen yet. Have, did you guys go watch it? No, I have not seen it. I want to see it really badly. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy it much yeah. more than Courtney, though. Yep. <laughs> Probably. He was in an episode of WWE Raw as a fake, as a pretend character. It literally says fake Drew. <laughs> he was in the Twilight Zone. I thought he was going to be more interesting than this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he just looks like a fun. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, you who, can continue. Who was the Who was the uh, bunny rabbit? The Easter. I guess just people oh, call it the Easter, Easter rabbit, but <laughs> Easter bunny. Oh yeah, that was a fun little group. His of name people. is Jay Thomas. Mm-hmm. He was in. Let's see. In Bones, and up for an episode, Underdogs. I don't know. Well, you would know of this. Yeah. Horror Ween. Um, so he's like a in cinematic it. masterpiece. <laughs> That's on Showtime um, after dark. <laughs> Way after dark. <laughs> um, yikes. Um, Not a movie we recommend. 
<laughs> the Road to Independence. <laughs> American Dad. Oh, he's American Dad. American Dad. What are you doing, American Dad? <laughs> he was in two episodes as Brett. Oh, he plays. Brett, yeah. The uh, the best friend that sells his soul to Satan. Oh, okay. <laughs> American Dad is the best. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't I, know. I feel like that's what. What's what's the little. Uh, Please forgive me if I offend anybody, but the little um, uh, elf chunky oh, guy, um, the rule follower. Who, um, that was Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, Curtis, yeah. Curtis. I feel like he sold his soul to make the replacement Santa. Yeah, I think he, I, there was no need for a replacement Santa. Bernard even said like, yeah. hey, I can run things while Santa's gone, yeah. which he totally could have. Yeah. 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 I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't understand why they have to <laughs> make a... A, a toy soldier, Santa. You put a cool million dollars in front of my face, I might sell my soul. Cool million. <laughs> All cash, homie. All cash. I mean, Tax free. <laughs> like I always tell them, if you're going to pay me a settlement of any kind, whatever you agree on, that's going to be after taxes. Yes. So if you're going to give me $10 million, then whatever you need to give me to make it $10 million after taxes, that's what <laughs> that's needs right. to be happening. Or, yes. or cash. <laughs> or cash. <laughs> you know, cash. God, this house never burns down. <laughs> Cash is untraceable. Yes. Unless you leave yes. it in your mattress and you never see it again if your house burns down. Yeah. True. Very true. <laughs> yeah, sir, anything you want us to say from the house? Can you just get the mattress out? Oh Please God. just get the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Time is a factor here. <laughs> I'm dead. I got it. All right. Here we go. All We're going right. to go to our questions. Uh, All right. Favorite character. Courtney, I'll go to you first. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> She's had time. I have had time. I think, I don't know. This is hard. I think I actually like Tim Allen and Santa Claus in this movie. I think in the first movie, he was kind of a butthole and kind of like, I don't know. But in this movie, he was very kind hearted because he's Santa. He's he's turned the corner. Yeah. 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 More soft, less hard. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. I agree. Dorothy, what about you? Okay, so I have two. It better not be my two. Uh, listen. <laughs> we'll scrap right now. We'll go at it. It might be, but I get to go first. Don't so you it point that matter. finger at me, young lady. Listen, you back it down over there, mister. I'll get Luna after you. <laughs> she will. The first one is the Tooth Fairy. I think... Okay. He was. Brown safe. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, he came to like everybody's rescue in this movie. I thought it was really kind of a a fun moment for everybody. Yeah. And um, he was really funny. He was. And he wanted so badly to be like, just to be important. Yeah. And so it kind of. He, he he didn't, you know, but he is. And but what was cool about it was did we like, just talk about how they, they cast a tooth fairy as like a an older uh, middle aged man who's like sneaking into kids' bedrooms, sneaking into kids' bedrooms with like a like a quarter in his hand, and like exchanging it for a tooth. You probably go to jail for that now. Yeah, yeah well, most definitely. I think that's what makes it really. But you could have gone hysterical. you could have gone to jail for it back then too, which is kind of what makes it really funny. Um, <laughs> Also, um, the little girl. What's her name? Lucy. Mm, Lucy. She's cute. I love Lucy. I like she's Lucy. really cute. Oh, she also <laughs> that redhead girl. Yes. Yeah. So she she kind of makes Charlie like snap out of it and kind of yeah. figure himself out in this movie and make him realize like stop being a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Which now that you say that, it's kind of funny. Charlie has like the same role his dad does in the first movie. Charlie's yeah. kind of a butthole. Um, 
Yeah, those are good character choices. I like. I think Lucy was really good, and um, yeah, the Tooth Fairy was amazing. Yeah, great comic relief. Yeah. All right, Brian. His name is Roy, by the way. <laughs> He's the Molinator in <laughs> the my Molinator. book. It was funny about him to me before Brian goes. <laughs> in the scene where he's like, they're at like the meeting, the council or whatever. <laughs> he's like dressed up pretty nice. And he has on like all black. He's got like a black jacket on. Yes. Then when you see him coming into the bedroom with like his like aviator cap <laughs> and his goggles on, I'm just yeah. like, I was like, who even is this? And then I see the wings on his back. And I was like, oh my God, it's a dude fairy. He's kind of dressed up like a dentist. Like He's two brushes got like the toothbrush and the toothpaste in his little pocket. It's so yeah, hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian, who's your two favorite characters? Well, obviously. Who are your favorite characters? So I have two Lucy. And, and, it's, and, and it's this not, and it's, it's her pure heartness that can see through yeah. people. Like she knew that Uncle Scott was Santa. Right. You yeah. know, and then she about. Melted down when she had to find out she she had to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah. you know, and there, there's like there's like pureness, you know, yeah. Yeah. when she looked at people. I also love that she um, gave candy to Comet the whole time. Oh my gosh, dead. That was so he cute. was very ill. Hilarious. Listen, they had crunch bars. Like, where do you get crunch bars at now? Same. <gasps> yeah, where do you find them? I love it. Also, okay, fun fact. In some of the later Lilo and Stitch movies, not the first one, but she plays Myrtle. Oh. The mean girl. Really? Lovely. Yes. Is she in anything else? Um it's interesting. I mean she's in like episodes here and there of like Scrubs, that seventy show. Oh nothing big though. Um No. She's in like Cheaper by the Dozen. She's in Steve Martin. Yeah. Oh. In the it's called Power Powerpuff Girls Z. So, like, I guess a resurgence of Powerpuff Girls. She plays Bubbles. Oh, yay. Great I love Bubbles. Great. It was. And Buttercup. I think I was Buttercup for, like, yes. three Halloweens in a row. You, you, you were. were. You were. <laughs> I could see you as a Buttercup. Yeah. Other favorite character. Is, what's the, uh, she becomes Mrs. Claus. What's her name? Carol. 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 And, and, and it's because, like, you see Scott's transformation as his time starts to, like, dwindle down. Yeah. But. I don't know if you like her transformation. Like she, like the very first scene, like her hair's pulled back. She looks like a mean evil principal. Right. Even the second time, you know. But then each time she meets Scott and the family, she starts to look different. Yeah. You know. She starts it's, to soften. Yeah. A little, she yeah. starts softening, and, and so, but her her transformation. I That's like good. That. Yeah. I like That's that. Good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. My favorite character is um, I like Santa Claus a lot. I really do. Um, I always, I'm a sucker for a main character. I always say that. I really like uh, Santa Claus a lot. I like uh, Scott Calvin as well in this movie. I thought he played both parts really well when he went back to that. And then I really liked his, um, that like storyline of like Santa trying to find a wife. Like it was just really fun. Um, yeah. And then my secondary probably, I did like Carol a lot too. I thought Carol was a great character. I thought they developed her really well throughout the movie. What was the girl who, did the song when he went on the first date? What was her name? Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. The actress? Yes, because she's I been don't in. She know. was. In, was she in Saturday Night Live? Probably. I don't know. That scene was cringy. That was so funny. I the could man. not. Yeah. I could not stop laughing when that was man, happening. Oh man! And he started like doing like the hand dance. Because he's trying to like. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to like sing along with her a little bit yeah. to kind of like encourage her, but at the same time Oof. like got, settle yeah. her down. Went yeah, south quick. Yeah. And she was like, "Did you hate it?" <laughs> he, his response was very genuine, which was. 
was like, I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> or like, it scared me a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I scared me a little. That okay, she nice. is on Saturday Night Live. Her name is Molly Shannon. Yes, she played on, uh, she was one of the, um, um, there was a scene with her and, um, oh gosh, um, she used to do a great character of uh, Sarah Palin, the other girl on there. Um, but they would do these Jersey housewife girl scenes, and it was hilarious. But they, she also would do this uh, skit with uh, um, Will Ferrell when they were like uh, the, the, the yes. cheerleader. Oh male my cheerleader. gosh, I remember oh, that. Yes. yes. Oh, those yes. were so yeah. funny. Yeah. Sorry. No, I like yeah, it. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that you yeah. notice that. Yeah. Um, I also really like the girl who always brings the hot chocolate. Oh, the elf girl. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. I think her maybe her name's like Sarah or something. Yes. Yes. Sarah, she's so sweet. Or like when when she when they were proposing, like she was behind each of them saying. Oh, saying, saying what to tell yeah. them? Yes. Yeah. I, I often wonder, like, is does the other person like were was the was uh, did they not hear her talking like the other it, person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We don't ask those questions. <laughs> no. No. I like Sarah a lot, too. She was cute. She was very sweet. Very, very sweet. Um, I almost forgot about her. I'm glad you brought her back up. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's a great character. Um, all right. Least favorite character. Dorothy, we'll go to you first. Okay. This one's kind of a... Um, I don't know how everyone's going to feel about this. I know what she's going to say. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so my least favorite character was the girl that Charlie was trying to impress. Oh, Okay. Okay. Um, I really just felt like he was trying to do all these things for her and she was like helping him get in trouble and do all this bad stuff. And getting none of the blame. And yeah, like allowing him to take the blame and knowing that he wasn't really being himself, she was helping him get in trouble. Yeah. And I feel like you need people that like that in your life to make sure that like when you get out of those ruts, you look back and go, whew, dodge some bullets there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know. A, I just in a car going down, you know, this back road in San Antonio, Texas, to like this dark grave. It's like her. you meet them later in life, and you're just like, you know, I remember you so much. Thank you for being so terrible. You it saved my life. You made me realize what good friends or good what relationships are. In my life, yeah. If you realize it, but if you don't realize it, oh, then, then you're you're yeah, yeah then in you're for a it. poop creek. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good observation. You end up on an episode of Dateline. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. So anyway, that was that was my interesting take. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I don't think that. I'm just okay. I don't think Charlie was acting out in like mean, malicious intent. Like he was just mad that the principal hated Santa, and like he's the biggest advocate for Mm -hmm. Christmas because his dad's Santa. So he just wanted he wanted Christmas. He was going through something personally. Yeah, yeah, I know. But she was kind of yeah. She could have done more. She could have if she was a real friend. She could have been there for him instead of like. Here, let me hold this rope for you while you go down and deface the school. And oh, by the way, I'm not going to tell you that the principal's climbing up the ladder. Yeah, she could have told him. Do you him. know what I'm saying? Like She could have warned him. Yeah. She, she was, was let it happen. She was just all about letting him flirt with her. And she just, you know. She was in, she was, she was in it for herself. She well, wasn't she was in any him. of the scenes when he was getting in trouble. No. She was helping him throw snowballs at the principal's house. But she wasn't the one who was caught in, in trouble. Yeah. Right. She wasn't yeah. getting in trouble, just him. Yeah. Yep. I mean... Sounds pretty typical to me. Yeah. 
women. They lead you down the bad path. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but I'm not. I'm not just blaming it on women. I'm. I'm just blaming it on bad friends in general. I yeah. agree. I agree. So I agree. I yeah. agree. I mean, I'm so glad. Like, like Courtney never had any bad friends oh. growing up. Oh yeah, she never had any. Bad I have. Friends. I've had so many bad friends. That's why I have like no friends now because <laughs> I'm very guarded. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens. Well, she found her best friend, TJ. Yes, I understand, but yeah, a person needs more than just their spouse. I yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. I'm not enough, and that's okay. <laughs> I think you're more than enough. <laughs> Thank you. I try really hard. <laughs> Courtney, well, you're well. great. I just like, <laughs> am I gonna sit here? Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, there's some things I don't want to hear. Like girl stuff, I'm good. I don't need I don't need the yeah. Yeah. And Courtney, since you're already talking, why don't you tell us um, who your least favorite character is? Um I don't know. I'm really bad at this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I would say my least favorite character is probably Curtis. The guy, the elf that helped him make Toy Santa. Also Toy Santa and the Toy Soldiers. Ooh, I was going to say the Toy Soldiers, too. I they all the are. is the Nutcracker. No, those were not Nutcrackers. They were Toy Soldiers. Toy Soldiers. They're not Nutcracker? To- no. Toy Soldiers? Nutcrackers look different. They have these big teeth that actually crack nuts. Yeah, they have, like, the little, like, thing on their back to, like, <laughs> open just, and close. He it just so wanted they- to do that. <laughs> I know. I didn't. I, re- I really thought they were, like, I didn't. Okay. I, that was. I really didn't know that. Thank you for schooling me. You've been schooled. <laughs> okay, but yeah. You've been served. Done. Oh, there's a whole uh, South Park episode about getting served. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's it has, amazing. It has dancing involved. It oh, is you got served. <laughs> Chef, who is... <laughs> the best character ever The created. best character helps them figure out how to d- get their lives together dancing and how to serve other people. Hilarious. It is amazing. Um, I'll actually go next. My least favorite character is probably, probably, I just always get annoyed by who is Scott's wife's new husband? Neil, uh, Judd the sweater Reinhold. guy. Yeah, I call him the sweater guy. Yeah, he Neil. was helpful this movie. He wasn't terrible. Wow. He, and he was very minimally there. Yeah, I agree. So I guess if I'm gonna go with like a an actual like character that was actually terrible, I here's the thing: the plastic Santa is also Santa. He's just like not a real Santa, but he was kind of annoying. Um, but like they created he ruined him. Christmas. He's more than annoying. Yeah, but it makes it really funny. Like I didn't. I guess I thought it was hilarious because he was like funny. Like the part where he's drinking the hot chocolate. Ooh. Oh, and he I, acts like he's drunk. I could not like that was hilarious to hilarious. me. He's like, oh my god, I want more. Yeah, and he just he's like, I love cocoa. Like yeah. in his voice, you know. What yeah, I mean? like, no, he's endearing. He it's. Even though he's bad, it's funny. But he's not yeah. trying to be bad either. No, he's just trying to follow the he's rules. He's following the rules. Yeah, so that's, yeah. He gets yeah. a little crazy with who's bad and who's good. He, he Because he's not programmed for emotion, he doesn't understand it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this question, actually. I think that maybe maybe Curtis, but also I liked Curtis. I think, I think Curtis was also trying to help. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I guess I'll pick the toy soldiers. Well, Curtis also almost got their cover blown in the very beginning. That is true. Because <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't stop playing the Santa with the music. <laughs> that is true. That We're at ElfCon one. <laughs> We're at ElfCon two. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that was that was really funny. Um, yeah, so I guess the Toy Soldiers is my least favorite. Brian, what about you? Hot take. I don't have one. Okay. okay. I like all the characters. There wasn't one that really just kind of was terrible. Yeah. 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 I, I like them all. I like that. Even like the Toy Soldiers and the Santa. They were just programmed to do what they were doing. Yeah, so, I, I think I think yeah, yeah. I think it's a good take. I, I really do think yeah. that. Um, to your point, you were saying earlier how this movie is like funnier. I think that this movie like there's a lot of plot holes in the plot, but like the the characters and like the comedic side of things was spot on. I think yeah. it was really strong with like how everyone intertwined with one another. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think of Chet? Oh my gosh. Remind me which one Chet was again. The reindeer. The reindeer. The reindeer. Oh, oh I love Chet. <laughs> He's amazing. He looked like every puppy we've ever that y'all owned we and we've owned. Literally, he was like Dixie was running that run, when we were watching the movie. Remind me of she, she yeah, was literally running, running around, around the house. Stuff. Yes. And so every time Chet would like run, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Dixie. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I think yeah, I thought Chet was amazing. Um, I also love that he took the one reindeer with him back to the normal world. Comet. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That was really funny. He's just yeah. him and Comet. <laughs> him and, Comet. <laughs> and then Comet just chills at the house and eats candy. It's <laughs> super funny. Oh, um, all right, cool. Any other characters you guys want to talk about before we move on to the next thing? No. no. I think we've right, talked cool. about them all. Favorite scene. Um, I will go first for a change. Um, I really enjoy this scene when they're at the uh, the Christmas party with the principal. And um, he, like, gives everybody these old school gifts. Cause he's like Santa now and he knows everybody loves. So he gives them like these, all these gifts from like their childhood. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the party, everyone's like playing with the toys. Yeah. I like that. And having lot. fun. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. That was my favorite scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, what about you? I really love, oh man. I just think there's so many scenes to like laugh at and just yeah, love in this are. movie. There are. Um, I think the one that you just mentioned is good, especially like when him and Carol are under the, they're like standing in the hallway and he like makes the mistletoe appear. I think that's really sweet. I think um, the scene when he's on that date and the girl starts singing, hilarious. Um, man. And then when he, ha- when they like the whole Curtis trying to pull his tooth montage is hilarious and then Lucy just walks out and is like oh I lost a tooth hilarious because <laughs> they're trying to get the tooth ready yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah yeah, yeah. that was amazing yes. that was really funny yeah. yeah that was really funny I agree with you yeah I agree with you Dorothy what about you uh, so all of those were, were on my list <clears throat> especially the one at the school that was really fun um, with all the toys mm, yeah but I do like when they're at the North Pole after they dump the tinsel all over Santa and then they go outside and they play football together. Oh, not yeah. with Not with the fake Santa, but with, with the, the real, real Santa, Santa. Like yeah. in the beginning. And I love how, like, he says at the end of the, at the end of when they're done playing, um, oh, you guys pull that move every time and every time you get me. And it's like he knows that he, he even though he lets them win every single time, it's such a morale boost for them to for the elves to win. Like, that's really important to him to let yeah. them win no matter what. And they all love it. Like, they all jump for joy and they all have a really good time. And, yeah. like, it's it's just so fun. I agree. I agree. That is a really cool scene. I always... I, what does he say to them? You said a little over a game of football? Yeah. And they all go outside. Yeah. yeah it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. I agree with you. Brian, what about you? Um, just... Uh, 
to piggyback on that, I think the whole the, the whole montage, the whole movie of Scott, aka Santa Claus, he does something that every I wouldn't say good person, but every phenomenal leader does. He puts himself last, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what Toy Santa, the the fake Santa, never did. He put himself in his wants. What I want, yeah, what I want, yeah, that's good. Um, probably when. Let's see. So when they were doing the, the, the gifts exchange, and the, the, he gave out the first gift, and, he, and it was like the, the beanbag toss or whatever, and like the, he opened it up, and like the like the teacher started to well up. He's like, "How did you know?" Yeah, you know. And so that 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 was that was probably my favorite scene. You know, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite scene. But the whole like. Pulling the tooth out—that was—that was really good. Yeah. I never really thought about doing it with a uh, toaster. Like, toaster from like stairs. It just looked like it could go wrong seven different ways. Yeah, uh. <laughs> I was confused on like how they were gonna do it, and then they like throw it over the railing, and I'm like, oh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> like if you're not ready, if you're not bracing yourself, if yeah. you don't have three points of contact, like the OSHA law says you have to have, <laughs> what <laughs> what's gonna what's gonna happen? You gonna go tumbling down the like over the railing? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree. That was yeah. that was wild. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this this can this is not going to end well. Um, Did you guys ever used to do that? Have you ever done that as a kid? Like, try to pull one out on purpose? Not on purpose. No, I would just do the I whole. Don't think so. wiggle, I would wiggle the back of my tongue. Yeah. yeah, but like not nothing. Yeah, I would let other people pull my teeth out if they were loose. Like I let my teachers do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never tried. <laughs> <laughs> You it was never, for a cookie. You never had, tried to pull one out with a string or anything like that. You had. I think maybe like we did once. We tried once and didn't. On like a door. Yeah, it just didn't. Lit. You had <laughs> teachers that would pull your teeth out. Yeah. Like if they were yeah. super loose at school, yeah. the nurse or a teacher would pull them out for yeah. you. So is it early two thousand? This so is fine. That, you know, you wouldn't be sitting there playing with it all day in class. Courtney was very loved. I was. I was a good student. <laughs> I didn't talk. I didn't disrupt the class. You were a good noodle? As a good noodle. She was a very good noodle. Except one time I forgot to write my name on a paper. My clothespin got moved from green to yellow, and I was really sad. I cried about it in class. <laughs> she still has PTSD from it. I do. Yeah, she's just a rule follower. I am. It gets, stresses me out. Extreme rule follower. I hate rules. Me too. They're meant to be broken. They are. Mm, I don't know about so, that. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. So, it probably one of... I have a few favorite episodes that you guys done along the way um, from like uh, oh, High School Musical, right? Yeah, that was a great one. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story with, with Scott Tory. You know, it was one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Cars. Cars, yeah, 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 Cars. And um, and then Home Alone, right? Yeah. And so one of the things y'all talked about in Home Alone was the bird lady and how intelligent she was and smart and... and <laughs> <laughs> was there was there a character like that <laughs> in in that movie that had like or in for y'all in Santa Claus that had that kind of like in that like that world that that wisdom that everybody just went to? Oh, I like that. That's a good question. I, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just laughing because we always said my mom was the bird lady from Home Alone too. Okay, so oh yeah, did we I, say that in the episode? Yeah. I'm, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to confess that I haven't listened to that one yet. But Dad told me that you called me the bird lady. So did you not know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, sorry. So now I have to go and listen to me, myself being called the bird lady because I what haven't heard it. Yet. No, I think me, Corey, and Chloe, and maybe even Christopher. We always said that you were the bird lady from because, Home Alone too. Because of the animals and how you would give. Good She's wisdom. a crazy bird lady, but it was very wise. <laughs> That's you. 
I don't know. <laughs> so, so in this yeah. movie, yeah, yeah. Was, was there a wise person like that? I think that in a weird sort of way, Bernard played that role. He was like consistently the voice of reason. Like yeah. Curtis, like so like they were flying over and Bernard was the one that like got everybody okay, we need to like shut everything down. Let's see. And then um he was the one that was uh you know, Curtis, you need to tell you need to tell Santa about this the, the Mrs. Claus. You gotta tell him, you gotta tell him, you gotta tell him, you gotta, tell him. You gotta finally they Bernard was the one that ended up spilling the beans about it. I was like, hey, you gotta get married. Then when he was gonna leave, he's like, Well, we could just make a like a fake Santa. And Bernard's like, That's not a good idea. Like I'm the head elf. I've been the head elf for a long time. We've been running. We've ran this before without a Santa. We'll be fine. And then, you know, no one really was listening to him. But I think Bernard kind of plays that role um, in a way. But in this movie, he's a lot much more in the background than in the first movie. Yeah. But I think that um, I definitely think that for me, it would be Bernard. Now, he's not. He's more of a. So here's the thing. V- visually, he looks young. Right. But he's very old. She right. says he's like 900 he's or like something. He's like 900 and years old. So like, yeah, Bernard's like old and wise and he's seen a lot. And he's had, had a lot of different Santa's. Well, years. they say, I think Curtis is the one who says he's 900. Oh. Yeah. But Bernard is older. He's probably, Bernard's probably much older. Yeah, he's an elf and they don't age. So Bernard's old and he's wise. So for me, I thought that he kind of played that role in this movie. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He, it was, he could see the long, he could see the long game. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, um, it kind of showed how much he likes the Santa that he has now. And they talk, they even talk about it for a little bit about how like all the numbers oh, are he's up. like the best Santa. They've had in a long time. Yeah, at the um, the meeting with all the other yes. things. Yeah. Or I don't know what you call them. The other... The holidays people. No. The holidays. No. Yes. Kind of. With I don't know. Mother Nature and... The Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, Father Sandman, time. Father Time. Yeah. Roy. They all talk about <laughs> how... <laughs> everyone is happier now that... Since yeah. this yeah. Santa has been here. Yeah, he's been a good Santa. And yeah. so I think that Bernard was a, a big part of that. And yeah. so, yeah, no, I think I think Bernard is that person for me in this movie. I think, too, that, like, a lot of times, like, it's not a theme for the movies, but when you were just talking about this, it just reminded me of how when sometimes when we're trying to, like, Curtis was trying to fix a problem, right? And so he, um, and it just reminded me of this book that I'm going to read next. It's called God and Guinness. The guy who made Guinness mm. was a follower of Jesus. Oh. And so his his idea for Guinness was to make something that people could drink that would not destroy their lives. The, the, uh, those folks in that town, because um, they were drinking whiskey and just, yeah. you know. Oh. And so he could Ooh. see the long game to that. Yeah, because so, cause drinking is, was a part of the uh, yeah. a, a part of the culture. The people yeah. were not going to stop yeah. drinking. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so Bernard could see the long game and, and, and see the cause and effect of having a fake Santa. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think I think that was a big. I would think that was yeah. a big thing. So that's a good yeah. question, Brian. I yeah. think that a lot of movies you can find a character like that in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna ask another off the wall question. Ooh. Which character do you see yourself as in this movie? Hmm. Um, Santa. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see Dorothy as the. Uh, Curtis's girlfriend that leads people down the bad path. I'm just kidding. Ah! <laughs> All right. I, I, <laughs> great take. I'm, I'm sure dead. you're not going to hear about this later. I um, I see myself as Santa Claus and I see Courtney as Mrs. Claus. Ooh. Are you just saying that because I'm your wife? Well, yeah. If I'm going to be Santa Claus, you have to be Mrs. Claus. I'm not going to pick anybody else for the job. Well, obviously. I'm not taking any applications. <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> But like, Close for business. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> do you think I actually 
relate most to Carol? Or Carol, you, Carol, yeah. was a, yeah. Carol was a rule follower. Yeah, yeah. I think you're actually more like Carol than you think. You have blonde hair. You're very stern. Very pretty. The way you, you, the, the way like, you look. Yeah. yeah. Should I put my hair up in a tight? That'd be weird. No. Have you? Have <laughs> you? Um, have, I don't think she posted a lot. You should see how she does her hair though. These days, she has the. She's gotten the old '90s clips. She puts it up like Rachel and Friends a Ooh. lot. Courtney. Yes. So they, it's so yes. pretty. She'll like yes. throw it up and then like clip it in the back, and it looks just like one of Rachel's hairdos from like season four yeah. or five. The, like, the, she the, does the that. The claw clips. Yeah. The claw clip. The big yes. '90s claw clip. There was there was a that, photo yeah. you posted when you guys were in Epcot. Yeah. Where it was like wavy. Oh yeah. And, and I was and I think I called you Captain Marvel. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Do I look like Captain Marvel? Well, I mean, because like you were like, like oh, you could yeah. see your arms and your defined oh, arms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, go ahead, Captain Marvel. Your cycle Marvel. bar arms. Right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Those, that four-pound weight really gets me. <laughs> it's not about the, how much weight you can lose no, or, it's, or weight you lift. It's but, not. And they, yeah. tell, you t- they tell you that. It's more yeah. about repetition. And, repetitions. And yeah. um, consistency. Consistency yeah. and almost about the resistance, mm-hmm. how much you're resisting it rather than yeah, how yeah. much you're actually holding. Please yep. move it. Yeah. What about you guys? What characters do you guys see yourselves in? Are you and me go first? Yeah, you go first. I'm still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Father time. Father time. Father time. Yeah. Why? I feel like deep down inside, I'm old. <laughs> just, just deep down inside. Just deep huh? down inside. Yeah. At my core. Well within my, well within my soul. I'm old. No, but I, I you know, um, yeah, I, w- I would say father time just because um, this is where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> Ask me in a year from now, probably somebody to- totally different. Roy. Roy. The Molinator. The Molinator. Oh, no, I am not sneaking into any young girl's room <laughs> to, with a quarter. To- Give me your tooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. I don't want to go to jail. Oh, my That's God. So funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay, question. <laughs> Why is it creepy? Okay, I get why it's creepy, but we don't think it's creepy when we think of like a really small, pretty, like girl tooth fairy sticking into boys' rooms and stealing, digging their teeth. Not at all. But we think it's really creepy for a guy to sneak into yeah. children's rooms and steal yeah. teeth. So, can I tell you when I was first asked this question? Yeah. By my in the in the, in the mid eighties, I was asked this question by my by my grandmother. When I was watching, uh, there was a there was a video that Van Halen made called "Hot for a Teacher." Yeah, and so um, and so I was, I was just like, I need teachers like that in my life. <laughs> and my grandmother, she was my mama. <laughs> she goes, "Why do you need teachers like that?" And she asked me the same exact question. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's a great. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's. I think it's just a. It's it's a guy thing. Yeah, I think it you is know. a guy thing. I think that it's just for whatever reason, there's no getting around it. Like the scenario reverse just seems more creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think maybe because um, women, and this is a beautiful part of, of being a woman, I think they just come off naturally as more, um, you feel safe around them. Yeah. You really do. More yeah. innocent. More innocent. Yeah. Like if, if let's you put me in the ro- in a room by myself mm-hmm. with let's a random stranger and it's a woman, whether it be a young a young girl or an older woman or a middle aged whatever, they're gonna feel more scared around me oh, than yeah. I'm gonna feel around them, and that's just Absolutely. natural. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just how it is. Totally so I think that's why when you see situations like yeah. that, until you get to know the person, yeah. um, the guy is always gonna seem yeah. like the, the creeper or like yeah. the. And it, I think it's just the sad part in life. Yeah. Which, um, let me ask you this. Do you ever find yourself as a guy, like, trying your best to, 
like when you're in a situation like that, like show yourself as non-threatening as possible? Yes. It, it, not like in a weird way. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I found yeah, myself yeah. doing that last night at this, at this Christmas party we were at yeah. where I was just kind of trying to be away from the crowd while they were doing the white elephant gift exchange. But like, like check out the room, read the room with, and enjoy like that part of yeah. it without like people feel like I was like, you know, like looking weird or checking out this or, or checking out other people, you know? Yeah. And so, so I, I, I'm always very cautious of my eyes. Yeah. Very cautious of my, um, I try to be very cautious of what my face is saying. Like if I see something awkward and I'm like, <laughs> what, what do I, you know, but I just very, try to be very cautious, you know, cause I don't want to come across like that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think I do similar things. Like when I'm walking down the street, um, if it's a narrow sidewalk, especially if it's like a woman walking towards me, yeah. I'll step off the yeah. sidewalk to like, let her know like, yeah. Hey, you can stay on the sidewalk. And I always yeah. try to, um, not like stare or linger, but yeah. I'll just smile. Yeah. I'll just like give him like a tight smile yeah. and then look right back right. down. Yep. And I just almost like a, like, Hey, I'm not, hey, yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. Like I'm not going to, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah. feel like yeah. it's sad that guys have to do that. Right. But like, I feel like it's something they don't like that. Neither one of them would ever understand. But like that right. all goes through my head. Like yeah. I just pass a woman yeah. on the street and that's what I think. Like yeah. I have to be non-threatening. I have to make sure that they, they feel safe. Yep. I don't want them to think that I'm, you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just walking down I, the street. I feel like that way to like the gym a lot too. When, um, girls are working out. Mm, you know? Yeah. That's a and, big one. Yeah. And I'm like. I mean, hey, I can't imagine. But you make a wait near them or something, and you're like, "How do I?" Well, no, like, like I know how. Like, I try to navigate it, you know. Yeah. But I just see, like, by the time I get on the, uh, I end my workout in, on a treadmill, and I'm running, and I'm just like watching the room, and um, there's a few girls that coming in to work out, and and I'm just like, wow, they're, you know, like I can't imagine the awkwardness or the uncomfortableness of doing squats or doing some of these other exercises that yeah. make you look vulnerable at times. Yeah. You know, and, and, and other guys like checking you out. And saying know? things yes. or approaching and trying to yeah. get your number. It's yeah. so annoying. Ugh. Like they, they especially yeah. you, they got their headphones on. They're like, they're trying to just get their workout yeah. in. Yeah. And, and like, what gives you the right to walk up and just yeah. try to start a con? Like, I feel like the gym is one of those places that guys need to understand mm-hmm. unless it's welcomed or unless it's like a yeah. mutual thing. It's just off limits. Like yeah. just don't talk to people. Girls like, don't approach a guy at the yeah. gym. Like I'm there yeah. to do, I'm there to take care of business. Yeah. Like, I'm not. If yeah. someone has headphones in, do not talk to them. Yes. Yeah. Please I, don't I, talk I, I to them. Yeah. I saw it the other day when I was at Planet on Friday. There's mm-hmm. this girl. She was literally squatting on the Smith machine. Mm-hmm. And this guy, you could tell he did not know her, walked up to her and like started asking her questions about like her workout routine. Oh it was so annoying. Like and you, and everybody else was just kind of like, oh my God. I feel like my and you hands can, starting to sweat right now. Yeah. <laughs> it was awkward and you yeah. could tell she didn't want to be approached. And then she... Some girls just straight up be like, don't talk to me, put their headphones back on. But she was like cool about it and she like obliged and talked. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to get back to my workout. And then she like put her right. headphones back in and went back to it. But yeah. it's just, yeah, it's super awkward. Yeah. Because well, um, it, it, um, there's a few uh, lady cops from JSO that work out mm-hmm. in the morning. And so, like, you can tell, like, you know, they, they would, you know, whoop your tail, you know. But, you know, same thing. <laughs> Throw you, you know? down quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's, you know, it's just different, you know, but yeah, I'm just, I just want to always be super cautious and super like obviously respectful to my wife, you know. Yo, for you, sure. You know, but also like you just be aware that in those moments that they're feeling some type of way, you know. It, yeah. But that's something I had to learn being a girl dad, you know. 
so too. So I feel that, and I think ministry yeah. helps with it too. Yeah, it does like you learn a lot of things, yeah. like being in ministry and like yeah. things to do and things not to do. But yeah, yeah we'll yeah. we'll get off this topic. Yeah. I can talk. About, I need another podcast for topics <laughs> right. like this. But um, right. no, it's really really interesting. Yeah. I thought that the whole tooth fairy dynamic was yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Whereas as soon as I saw it on screen, I was like, why is this creepy? <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very sweet guy. Yeah. You can tell he's a very yeah. nice person, yeah. but it's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Like it doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. We spent a lot of time on scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. You didn't even say what your favorite scene was. I'm so sorry. Yes, I did. I what? went first. Yes, what was your favorite first. scene? I talked about the mistletoe scene. You did? Okay. Yeah. And I talked about yeah, the sure. tooth montage and the yeah. singing lady you're at right. dinner. You're right. I remember. Yeah. Scenes in general. Any other that you guys want to touch on? Y'all feel good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, this movie was pushed forward really well by scenes. Um, it was really... There were some really iconic ones that were really funny, mm-hmm. and so I think it was a big part of the movie. And I think, too, that like it is a little clunky in places, but you're just laughing so hard that you forget that it's like clunky. Yeah. Because you're just laughing and like having so much fun with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're almost laughing to note laughing too hard to notice the clunkiness. Yeah, I'll ask this because I know that you you like a good com- comedic scene. What, Absolutely. For you, you said this movie was funnier than the first one. What was your what do you think the funniest scene was, Dorothy? I thought there's a couple. The the first date with the girl in the sweater. I feel like it kind of stole the cake was, a little bit. She had a Santa printed yeah. on her sweater. She had a Santa, yeah, like a white she, sweater, right? With like, yeah. yeah. And then she had the Christmas bracelet on, <laughs> and yeah. um, it was absolutely. I mean, that was absolutely hilarious. Yes. And then her singing was just over the and top. When she the- got up and started dancing, that's what got me. Yeah. And he was still in his like fat suit at this point with a beard. So when he's doing his whole like they can't see us, our listeners, but he's like doing like his hand waving and like dancing with her, but because tr- he's trying to like be a part of it so she's not embarrassed. You can tell he's like trying to help her, right? Because at this point, other people in the restaurant are like looking, yeah, and kind of like. But he looks so funny though because he's just like. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like um, we stop doing this. alligator arms. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like kind of like he can't really extend his arms very well because he's still kind of chunky at that point. So yeah. it was really funny. Yeah, it was really funny. What's another What's another one you liked a lot? Um, I really liked the scenes with Chet. Like when he is like running around and crashing into things. Yes. yes. Those were really funny. And his just like little screechy voice, that made me laugh a lot. Yeah, that was really funny. Also when Comet is on the ground after eating all the candy and he can't get up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he... So your dad is like hates farting. So when... Oh, and he farts. When Comet has to like fart out all the gas from the candy, mm. it, I was just dying. It was, it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Was really it was so funny. <laughs> We watched another Christmas movie yesterday. Um, Jingle all the way, all the way that has a reindeer in it. The neighbor buys the reindeer. The really terrible per- guy. He buys the reindeer. But there's like this scene where him and Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, uh, after everything's gone to crap and he's just like pretty much given up, he he uh, he sits in his backyard and the reindeer got out and so the reindeer's there and they are drinking um, like spiked eggnog together <laughs> yes. and the reindeer like burps. Yes. Um, oh my god. It's such a great scene. But I think that reindeer in a weird way are just very comedic creatures in movies. They are. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. The way they do it. We were going over. Uh, we talked about. Um, sorry, Brian. Stay away for a second. We talked about um, the funniest, funniest scenes. Scene. What do you think the funniest scene is? I, for me, um, let's go back to the two stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good for me. Yeah, yeah. through and through, it made me laugh yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Courtney, what about you? I'm going to stand firm with the lady dan- getting out of her oh, seat yes. and dancing yes. while yes. she's singing. I, I, I changed mine to 
did a what, what song was she doing a parody of? It, it was, was Shania Twain. Yes, oh, yes. Um, feel like a woman. Yeah, feel like a woman. Yeah. But she made a feels was, like Christmas. It was That's a, what it, it was. was a it wasn't even version. an actual Christmas song. She's like, yeah. oh, no. I love Christmas so much that I took a Shania Twain song and turned yes. it into a Christmas. Song. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Shania Twain? Yes. 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 And she's like moving. And then like, he starts to move. Yeah. And it's just We're so- talking about when he's like his little short arms yeah. and he's still in the fat suit. And he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I called it alligator arms because it was like, <laughs> oh my God. He has that weird, awkward, what? uncomfortable smile. And he's <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why did you look at me like with alligator arms? No, do I'm I have saying- alligator arms? <laughs> you do not have alligator arms. <laughs> <laughs> you were just waving your arms around, so I was just telling you. Oh, I feel attacked right now. Okay. Those, those, all those scenes are the funniest yeah. for me as well. I think that the two it was fairy so scenes funny. and then oh that goodness. was really great. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, this is gonna be a fun one. Is this movie under or overrated? Um, I will go first. Courtney's pulling it up, but I'm gonna just make my statement before she pulls it up. I think it's probably adequately rated. I feel like this movie is actually enjoyed. I think it's very, very, um, it's like part of the the original one. I think the original one's probably more enjoyed, but I feel mm-hmm. like this is part of Christmas. I feel like people still watch this movie a lot. I think it's probably adequately rated. Um, we were me, me and Dorothy and Courtney were talking before we started. I don't think that these are movies you have to like weigh as like cinematic masterpieces. You're not trying to compare them to movies like Toy Story that are groundbreaking. You're not comparing them to like uh, The Godfather, who's or, or Shawshank Redemption, or even Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings movies. They're not like these grand right. masterpieces of movies. Right. They're family fun based around a really magical. Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. And if you just look at it through that lens, that's what makes them so yeah. fun. Yeah. So I think I it's adequately rated myself personally. I agree. It should be three star- three stars, right? I'd give it three. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half to three. And that would be, that's not a, a bad thing. Rotten Tomatoes, whatever they call it. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 56%. There you go. Yeah. Right yeah. there. So IMDb is 5.7. There you go. And then 84%, 87% on Google. You know what that means? Because people like it. Yeah. People like it, yeah. but it's not critically. It's not critically acclaimed, yeah. which yeah. is fair. Yeah. I would, I, 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 I would agree. Well, you know, when, it, when we pulled it up on Disney plus, it came up in like a Santa Claus pack under the holiday, um, Sorry, under the, under <laughs> I almost the, dropped my laptop. Like, they just scared us all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under the under the holiday thing, which I thought was kind of neat because it's like in this little holiday edition. Yeah, which is like so falls under Christmas movies to me, like you said. You know yeah. what I mean? Like anything you watch under in the holiday season is like yeah, yeah. And you know what you're getting into when you get into it. Yeah, yeah. which is always sure. nice. Yeah, yeah. I think we all agree. I think it's adequately rated. Mm-hmm. I think it's a movie that's um, a strong. It's a strong offering on, um, it's a strong um, take on a Christmas story that's really, really good for the holiday season. Yeah. I, 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 I likened it to the other movies. Um, the, I think the Holy Grail of Christmas movies, Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 did something that this movie did not. I thought the story in Home Alone 2 was better and more complex. I feel like you can almost watch Home Alone 2 as a standalone movie. There's a few key moments that you might not get, but Home Alone 2 can be in it. Last year, that happens a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. Or that part where he, like, gets in the van and turns around and he's like, I'm here. Like... You yeah. wouldn't know that that would be funny if yeah. you didn't watch the first one. Right. But I mean, like, it can stand pretty much on its own. You can't watch this movie without watching the no. first one. No. You or you're going to be a little bit long. confused. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 like, especially a lot in the beginning. Agreed. I think Home Alone 2 is a is, is its own thing. And I think that um, it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, like for me, I, I'm, I'm not a, like, fallback to, like, certain Christmas movies except for one. Um, what is it? Friday after next. 
Is that even a Christmas movie? It is. It yeah, it is. It actually. I'm just uh, glad you didn't say Die Hard. That's yeah, what I was expecting. No, no, no. Yeah. So 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 one of the radio. Uh, that's so one not of the more, a Christmas yeah. movie. So one of well, the that's more, debatable. Yeah. But I I hate yeah. when people are like, oh, I like Christmas movies. I like Die Hard. I'm like, okay, what about you know, what about Rudolph? Oh, I hate that movie. I'm like, okay, so you don't really like Christmas movies. Yeah. You, just you just like, like Die Hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But well, one of the 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 guys the the, the shows I listen to in the morning is called the Ricky Smiley Show. They, he uh, he was the he was the Santa Claus in that movie. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's just, it's just all based around. It's just a fun. Um, but but. Between Friday After Next and Old School Rudolph animation. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. that. I think we're going to even watch one of those yeah. tonight and like yeah. the rest of the night's going to bed. We're going to turn them on. We, I think we're going to watch some of the old claymation yeah. stuff like, like Frosty, Frosty, yes, and Frosty, Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack Frost, yeah. Yeah. Rudolph. That's, that's a really good movie too with Michael Keaton, Jack Frost. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. it. I want to yeah. watch that really badly. Yeah. I also, so this one's in the, the frame of Die Hard, so don't judge me. But the uh, Batman Returns, the second Michael Keaton Batman, it came out in 1991 or two, mm-hmm. with the Penguin as the villain. The entire movie is set around Christmas. Christmas yes. And the opening scene is the uh, lighting of the Gotham City Christmas tree. And the uh, yeah. the ending scene is on Christmas yeah. Eve. And um, it's like he, he Catwoman like lets go of this cat that she's been holding, and Bruce picks it up yeah. in the car. And his last line is, Merry Christmas. Or no, Alfred says, Merry Christmas, yeah. sir. And he says, Merry Christmas, Alfred. Yeah. And then the, the camera goes up, and then it's Catwoman standing over the city yep. and with snow coming down, yeah. and then it, it blacks out. For me, movies like that, yeah. like they did a great job of it not being an actual Christmas movie, yeah. but they capturing a little bit of holiday magic in it. I so agree. I think that I, yeah. I think that's I where people... I forgot that that was a, yeah. like a Christmas movie. Dan, was Danny DeVito... He was uh, the penguin. penguin. He was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. When I was a kid watching that movie, I did, could yeah. not put my finger on why I thought it was so good. Because yeah. like the one with uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker was great. Yeah. And then that one happened. And then you have the slump with... Uh, Val Kilmore, you did a great job as Batman, and Jim Carrey, you carried as the Riddler. Yes, but like that movie was just a cluster. Yeah, it was just too many random pieces. Tommy Lee Jones played Two Face. Like the cast was amazing because you had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing. uh, No, that was that was the one after after Doctor Freeze. Uh, Mister Freeze. Freeze, So so the one after that was even worse. You had George Clooney as Batman. Yeah, Christopher O'Donnell as Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. And then you had I know way too much about this. And then you had Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze. Yeah, and then you had. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was not, yeah. It wasn't badly cast, but they right. made it too, I'll just say it, they made it too, um, it was too provocative. Yeah. That it would just got oh, way too provocative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, they just made yeah. it too, it was too much around like the seductive side of the character. What? Did you see it? I remember watching one with, as a kid with Poison Ivy and Catwoman. Yeah, we saw that one. So that I would, don't know which one that is. That was, yeah, well, he was just talking about him. No, Catwoman wasn't in that one. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It must have been a different one because there was a Catwoman movie. Yeah. They probably had Poison Ivy in it. I don't know. Maybe Catwoman wasn't in it, but I just remember very vividly Poison Ivy. I don't know. It was probably uh, that one was Batman. Um, Batman and Robin is what that yeah. one was called. The one before that was Batman Returns. Or no, sorry, sorry, Batman Forever. Yeah. And that had Jim Carrey as the Riddler, yeah. and then Two Face as the as, as Tommy Lee Jones, and Val Kilmore as Batman. And that one introduces Christopher O'Donnell yeah. as Robin. Yeah. But then the two before that were Tim Burton films yeah. with uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin and yeah. then Michael Keaton as Yeah, there's a little bit darker. They were dark. And they reminds me of the new Batman. Yes. Which was re- I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. A little long. A little long. Take 30 minutes out yeah. and you have a perfect movie. Yeah. But I, it's good though. I still liked that it was long though because yeah. I was like, I didn't want it to end. So it was yeah, good. It was, it was really good. good. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, we can talk about this forever. Yeah. Um, Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies. I think The okay. Batman Returns is one of those for me. Okay, let me ask you this. This All is right. a hot. Question in my life right now. Is Frozen a Christmas movie? No. 
Yes. Why is it a Christmas movie? You're going to answer the question by answering this question. Because doesn't it's the same situation. Doesn't some of it take place around Christmas time? Nothing. Of what, so it's in the middle of summer. She turns summer into winter with her magic. It's literally the middle of summer when the movie happens, and then she sets off an eternal winter. The movie came out in December, mm-hmm. but yeah, it had nothing yeah. to do with uh, actual Christmas. And that, and that, I, I had the same thought because I've argued this for years, <laughs> and then we we like we were talking to friends about it, and they were like, "Well, I mean, it's not really a Christmas movie," and I was and I was like, "I guess you're right." And with, the more you think about it, the movie takes place in spring and summer. She just sets off an eternal winter with her magic. Yeah, it's, it's sorcery. Nothing, sorcery it has nothing to do with Christmas. Think about it. You, Think about it. Dorothy tried to rationalize. I know. I'm, Isn't that crazy? I feel like my whole yeah, that's world how I just felt. changed. That's how I my felt. world has yeah. changed completely. But think, I, but think about it. In the beginning of the movie, like everything's green. Like people are like, there's birds flying everywhere. It's springtime. They've just opened up the castle gates. And then Elsa sets off the eternal winter and everything turns into snow. But it's not, it's actually. But isn't the ball decorated for Christmas? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's for her coronation. It's for her coronation. Because uh, Queen Elsa is being crowned uh, the Queen of Arendelle. Because I think it's her 18th birthday. They do have Christmas specials, but Frozen, the movie, not Christmas. Okay. We, we got into this argument because people at church wanted to decorate the church for well, a frozen no, themes. No, that's not. That's not really. That's very not real life. <laughs> the thing is, is that there's a section that will have Olaf for pictures. Oh, kids. but he's not a Christmas a character. Christmas character. No. I think you'd have been better off going with like Rudolph or... Mm-hmm. Santa was vetoed, I like but it. Olaf was okay. Well, he has a snowman. I mean, that's not terrible. No. <laughs> but I think it's funny. I think a lot of people do think of Frozen as a Christmas movie, and in actuality, it's not. I get it. That, now that you explain it, you're right. I, but if you'd ask me, that, really... if you'd ask me that question last year, I'd say, "Oh yeah, Frozen is a Christmas movie because it came out in December. All the things yeah. like, I, yeah, I, I used to it think it feels very holiday. It does. Very. It does. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with your thought process. I th- I literally thought the same way until I was challenged the same way, and then I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie." They actually do have a really cute Christmas special oh, where they run a. Olaf runs around the town on Christmas Eve, knocking on all the houses, asking what everyone's Christmas traditions are because he thinks that Anna and Elsa have lost their Christmas traditions, lost their Christmas traditions. because their parents are dead. Y'all, it's a sh- it's like a forty five minute. Oh, it's that's like a, cute. So, so y'all, so yeah. y'all watched Bolt. When we were talking. Y'all watched Bolt like in bed the other night. This is a great. 40, put you in the Christmas movie. Go. On, you guys have Disney Plus. Yeah. Go on there, watch it. It's such a great little thing to fall mm-hmm. asleep to. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Get in bed. It's 45 minutes long right before you go to sleep. It's so, Maybe not even that not, long. It's like 30 minutes. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Listeners that are listening, it's so cute and hilarious. Olaf literally, because he's, Elsa and Anna have lost their Christmas tradition, don't know what to do in the castle because their parents are dead, which is sad. And Olaf <laughs> Olaf goes from door to door to the whole town to gather all these Christmas traditions, and they decorate the castle, and it's like so cute. It is really cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Also, just I love anything with Josh Gad. Have yeah. you guys... A scene on Disney Plus too. They have um, Olaf presents, no. and it's Olaf telling the stories of different Disney movies in two minutes, oh. in like two or three minutes, like The Lion yeah. King, Tangled, oh Aladdin, Moana. Moana. It's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Like one of them, not to spoil it, but one of them um, for Aladdin, he's like. I'm the Sultan, and wouldn't it be cool if I had all the authority and I could literally change the rules so Jasmine can marry whoever they want? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Or he's doing Tangled, and she's like, 
um, going back and forth because she like gets out of her tower and is going back and forth like, oh, I love this. Oh, I feel so guilty. My mom's going to hate me. Blah, blah, blah. I need therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's Hilarious. so freaking oh funny. We all should definitely watch those too. Um, all right, cool. We all agree this movie is adequately rated. Here's the oh, yeah. next question. That was the question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's a theme from the movie to apply to your everyday life? Ooh. Courtney, you're going to go first. Oh, you would think I'd be ready, but once again, I'm just staying on brand here, and I'm not prepared. Um, okay, pass. Someone else go. Oh, she used the... Oh, uh, Come back to me. Come back to one me. One pass of the year. Brian, do you have anything? Sure. Oh, You're, my gosh. She has notes. I, yeah, I just had this. I just wrote this down. We were... I love in, that. In, we're in the midst of talking. Really quick. I need to get back to doing this. When we, used, when we first started doing this podcast... Uh-huh. And not that I take it very seriously now, but I used to pull out my phone and I would take notes for every movie we watched and right. I would have pages of notes <laughs> so that when we would get into the yeah. discussion, I could like go over stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I just do it. Like I had what I wanted to say, yeah. but, but with the uh, theme for the movie, yeah. Um, I just kind of wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. No, I love yeah. that though. I yeah, need yeah, to do yeah. that more often because like whenever we do these episodes, because yeah. the reason I say that is there's so many things that you think of in the moment when you're emotionally charged by what's happening on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not the same. If you write it down, you'll remember it. You can yeah. say it in this moment right now. Yeah. But if you don't write it down, it's yeah. so hard to remember. But like when you write it down, it takes yeah. you right back to when you like had yeah. that thought. Yeah. So anyways, I love that. Yeah. Go ahead. I actually started, obviously I do that with church notes, but I started doing that doing because I do books on audio. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll pause and write notes from, you know, whatever book I'm listening to. I love to. it. So, um, so <laughs> your mistakes won't define you if you're willing to change and grow. Mm. And, and you could see that with uh, Curtis. You could see that even though she didn't, wasn't making mistakes, um, the principal. Yeah, she was yeah. willing to change and grow in her personality. Yeah, and uh, Santa, he was willing to change and grow. That's you know? great. He was willing to get married, even though he didn't want to be married. Yeah, that's great. First. So, even Curtis. Yeah, he he admitted he made a mistake. I like that. So, I like that. It's good. Yeah, I think even to piggyback off that, like acknowledging that sometimes your trauma can hold you back and keep you making mistakes. Like Preach. with the principal, yeah. like because she was mm. like, it was hammered into her because almost she was getting bullied. And then her parents like told her like, Santa's not real. You have to stop yeah. believing in this. Yeah. And so like basically altered her whole belief system for the rest of her life. Yeah. And it caused her to be in this cycle of no Christmas, no fun yeah. rules, things, all these things. And she let like that trauma in those like, I guess mistakes like hold her back until she was able to like acknowledge like mm-hmm. what happened and move forward with it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Dorothy, what about you? So there was a line near the end of the movie that um, Santa or Scott said <clears throat> um, when he was talking about, um, he was talking to, what was her name? Carol? Is, mm. that, is that her name? Yeah. The character. Um, Cause she said, so you did this all just to get a wife. And he said, he said, yes, but no. He said, I was looking for a wife, but I wasn't expecting to fall in love. Oh, yeah. And I think sometimes, um, yes, we are moving forward. We're trying to grow. We're trying to get better. But in reality, I think sometimes the best things are actually unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, It's like when a young... Plant City kid walks into a Friendly's in New Jersey. <laughs> and leaves all of his change on the table as the tip. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes <laughs> it works out that way, and sometimes right. it doesn't. Sometimes but it doesn't. you know, I mean, and it may not be about love for some right. of us. It may be about or, other th- other things. But you know, what's my favorite. What? When a young girl walks into a, um, a a church campus and sees a studly worship leader and falls in love directly after looking at him. At first sight. At first sight. <laughs> True story. This is embarrassing. True story. <laughs> what, you're embarrassed that you love me? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Just kidding. Can, can I share something with y'all? Of course. Oh, gosh, so one, one of my favorite movies um, is uh, The Godfather, right? So there's this scene when really you like that movie? I love. The but it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I love you just don't meet many people these days that like I, actually appreciate it. I love every part. It's of hard it. to watch. It is. It is because it's so long. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's comp- we've yeah. seen all of them over and over. The original and over. one yeah, is yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So one of my favorite scenes. Somebody actually asked me like like about love at first sight and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I was I was um, I always tell them that like for me like when I saw your mom. The very first time, it was it, it, um, it was like this in The Godfather where Michael is in Sicily hiding because he just, you know, shot a New York police officer, you know, or, or, or chief, you know. So he's hiding in Sicily, and he's walking along, and it's him and his guards, and it's this whole, like, gaggle of ladies and kids walking, you know, on this path, mm-hmm. and, and, it's, and it's Apollonia uh, who he actually ends up marrying, but he sees her, and like their eyes meet, and they just stop dead in their tracks, right? Mm. And so one of the guards goes, um, "I think Cupid just shot his arrow," you know. Oh. And so like that's how I feel like whenever somebody asks ask me, "What was your first thought about Dorothy?" You know. But that was like that very first time I, as a dad, I saw you like look at like TJ. That's one of those things that crossed in my mind, you know. <laughs> You know, dead. you know, it's so yeah. That was that was one of those uh, things. So yeah. I love that, and I think that Dorothy. I really appreciate that you kind of brought it back home to the fact that this is kind of in a lot of ways a love story. Yeah, like it's really based around Christmas. But I love that you said that as well, Brian, because I feel like that love at first sight is something that people have lost hope in. But like, I think y'all's love story is similar to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's how ours is. Like yeah. I remember the first time I saw Courtney. Yeah. I think I. I, I don't know if I knew it was love at the time, but I was smitten. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I have to know this. I have to get yeah. to know this person. I think yeah, she yeah. felt the same way. And I just don't, I feel like there's some people that just sadly don't believe that yeah. anymore. Yeah. But I do believe there's people that, like, I'm not saying it's even like a God thing or a destiny thing, but I think that, like, that, you know, there's people that you are going to meet in life and it's rare. And when that spark happens, it's like you just know. Yeah. You're like, this person is special. Like yeah. I'm supp- I am drawn to this person yeah. for a reason. Yeah. You know? And I think that the uh, both of our love stories are kind of yeah. um intertwined in that way. Yeah. And I think that um I love I love that you brought up that quote. You know, I, I was looking for a wife, but I wasn't expecting to yeah. fall in love. Yeah. I yeah. Think that I think that like what you said though is important because sometimes people because of what happens today, everyone's mm. busy lives and mm-hmm. like the fact that, you know, they're afraid to meet in person or because of what's going oh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's they, so much easier to swipe left or swipe yeah, right than they, to like look at someone in they the eyeballs. Look past yep. or they overlook or they get too busy to make the time to actually go and get to know that person that they have that connection or that feeling like I'm supposed to go get to know this person. Yeah. And so they miss out on the opportunity. Um, to actually 
connect with and get to know that person. Yeah. And I feel like they've missed out um, on that chance, you know? People may have, um, you know, missed their, you know, missed it. They've missed it. And the thing is, too, is like the experience can't be understated. Like, I'm sure y'all have experiences like this, but I'm not trying to turn this into like a a lovey-dovey podcast for the next five minutes, but that's fine, too. (laughs) Um, Like, I remember like our, Courtney and I's first date, like I remember, um, I remember like what I wore. I remember what she wore. I remember um, the smell of the restaurant we went to. Like, I still can smell hawkers. I can still remember the drink that I ordered. I remember the conversation we had. Like, it was, it's imprinted in my brain. And I think that it's so important. Like, you remember that when you go on a first date, like, whether it be a coffee shop or you go get, or you go get a drink together, which I'm a, you know what, when, if you're, if you're that of that age, if you're 21 or older, go get a drink with somebody. It's such a intimate way to get to know somebody. Like for yeah. sometimes a first date doesn't have to be, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of this. It doesn't always have to be like a dinner and like a movie and a full on thing. Meet someone at your favorite bar, their favorite for bar. happy hour, have for a ha- drink. Just have a drink and an appetizer yeah. and split it yeah. and just talk. Yep. Yeah. And just, you'll be surprised at how that connection you'll make with that person like and you'll remember the smells, you'll remember yeah. the taste, you'll remember like their eyes and the smiles, you remember it so much more. And I think that that human connection is what's missing. Um, and you, you, those are the things you don't forget. Yeah, like you forget so many things, but like yeah. the way, like even when I hear you guys tell stories about like when you guys were met or when you guys were first having mm-hmm. kids, and like the way that you tell the stories, like whether you guys realize it or not, like your eyes light up and yeah. you can just see like a, almost a twinkle <laughs> and a sparkle because mm-hmm. even though I know it wasn't always easy for y'all, like there's some right. stories that y'all tell and you laugh about it now, but in the moment I'm sure it's really hard, yeah. but you remember it so yeah. fondly because you, I know you're back in that place. Yeah. I know you can yeah. see it, you can smell yeah. it, you can taste it, and it brings you joy and it brings yeah. you happiness because. It it may not have been perfect, but it was real, and more than that, it was human, and you were experiencing it together. Yeah, and I think people just aren't. It's the society. It's still there. I, I you know, I haven't mm-hmm. lost hope. It's still You're there, right. but it's just people don't understand how important it is. It is. We actually told a story this morning <laughs> about, about um, Chloe. when Chloe broke her arm when she was eighteen months old, <laughs> and oh. when she got the cast off, how smelly oh. her arm was and how gross arm. it stunk. And yeah. so, yeah, like. The, the smell of that, like you, you can't yeah. unsmell that. No, but we did it together, and yeah. just you know that time period and how how. Well, well, well. Some of us got drugged into a room, in question <laughs> by the local cops. Yeah. Did you really? Well, because we were so we would do popcorn <laughs> on the bed with the kids. This, and I wasn't involved in this. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Corey didn't break poor Chloe's arm. No. And I, uh, <laughs> Brian would Brian would bounce on the bed with the with the kids yeah. and yeah. and, and so down, yeah. and throw them up and down and she like would she was so she was tiny and so her arm rolled back behind her oh. and the, she rolled off the pillows and it, it, it twisted yeah. her arm because her arms are so fragile yeah. and she at that age. Broke the like the rotator in her in her elbow it's, or this little tiny bone yeah. right here in her in her elbow. And so and the, so they yeah. thought he twisted her arm. So they oh. pulled him into a room and oh, questioned him right now that you know did he twist her arm? Did yeah. he hurt her in some yeah. way? And so you know and they had to pull me in another room and, and ask me questions on what happened. And yeah. you know there was no like bruises or like finger marks or anything like that. So you know we were cleared, but yeah. it was fine. But, I jokingly yeah. said, I guess it's the wrong time to say that I tried to tell her a couple times, and that's what she got for not listening. Did you say that? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, they would have taken you to jail. 
Brian, no, no, self control, Brian. You self control, Brian. No, no. But 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 here's, but, but here's what the, the love stories in, in that love story with Scott and um um Carol. Uh, reminded me of uh, this quote that um, good things cost us something. Sometimes doors have to be knocked down. Perseverance, perseverance carries us through hard times, you know. And so the you know knocking down that door of love is going to your favorite happy hour place, you yeah. know, is you know, um, you know, doing those things that aren't comfortable, you know, knocking down that door, you yeah. know. For sure. A thousand percent. I think that um, I think love is uncomfortable, and we live in a society now. And I'm not trying to sound like a, an old person, but they society is, un, is uncomfortable, and we live to quote George Costanza, Costanza, we live in a society, and it's uncomfortable, and people aren't people aren't okay being uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, they want to be babied and yeah. coddled and made. If they're uncomfortable, they just won't do it, yeah. and you just yeah, stop, uh, suck no, it up, do it. Who, who all has given their theme, and who has not? Have you all three yeah. gone? I haven't gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you done yours? She said to come. I mean, I, 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 I gave a little. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave yeah. a little piggyback. Oh, you yeah. did piggyback. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll let yeah, you slide with that. Yeah. Mine is going to be a hot take, and I kind of got it last night a little bit, but I wasn't going to say it because I was afraid what our, how our listeners would react. But I'm going to say it now. I, well, a theme that I got from this that was kind of cool was when they when they said, you know, it's the Mrs. Claus. Like, you can't be Santa and not have a Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And I think we live lives now where like it's okay to be single, and it is. It's okay to be single. Don't, don't come at me and don't get mad. But I think that this movie kind of highlighted the importance of finding a partner and finding someone that you can do life with. Yeah. And um, like I said, it's not for everyone. Not every. Some people. I think even Paul in the Bible never took a partner. It's not. I'm not. I'm, it, this, you don't have to take he a partner. Had close friends though. Yeah. Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another podcast. Um, I, I think. I think that. Um, I think that, that it can't be understated, though, of, of something that we kind of lose value of is like the. I'm just going to say it. The value of marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. marriage propels our society forward. Yeah. Especially marriages that are strong. Mm-hmm. Um, like this. The. Um, Russell Brand has this quote. I can't believe I'm quoting him, but he said, "Like the world <laughs> needs a strong America." Yeah. And um, which I believe, like whether you whether you live in this country or not, like I think that every country that contributes, I think the world needs a strong Britain, and it needs a strong Australia, and it needs a, every country needs to be strong so we can provide, yeah. you know, Africa. The list goes on. Yeah. We need to be strong so that we can provide to the world yeah. what we have, the resources that we have. I think that the same thing in our societies is true. I think I think marriages and families. I think that we should be strong, and we should be striving to find ways to make families and marriages stronger, because that's where real true provision comes from. That's where where you get these really, really strong, healthy um, communities of people. Um, and like I said, marriage is not going to be for everyone. I'm not no. saying everyone has to get married, but I think that this movie shined a light on um, not, it wasn't just a love story. Right. It was a marriage story. Like, yeah. like we're going to, we're going to come together and be married. You're going to be Mrs. Claus. And you're yeah. going to, you're going to take yeah. on this persona with me. Yeah. And she was okay with it. I know a lot of people might think that that's a little bit, you know, narcissistic or, or, um, patriarchal, but, um, I saw some value in it from the simple standpoint of, I think the world needs more strong families. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually agree because it, it also, if you go back and look at the first one and how much Scott wanted his family to be strong in the first one, mm-hmm. and you look at the how much their family grew 
in like um, the way they got along. And even the mom in this one kept saying, Scott, you're such a better dad. You're such a good dad. Yeah. And they had such a good, strong family unit in this one. Yeah. Um, well, that you- it just makes sense that he would find a... Like a, a good, you know, like a, a wife, a Mrs. Claus, like a strong partner, yeah, yeah, in this one. So it, it it is almost like a like a piggyback. Like it 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 was inevitable that he would find one. Well, because Lucy was technically um, uh, it's Neil, Neil and yeah. uh, the wife, and so that's why she called. I love that she called yeah, him Uncle, Uncle Scott. Scott. Yeah, wasn't yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like technically, yeah. that would be his stepdaughter, but they didn't make it. Like, well, no, well, no, because and I kind of like that. Yeah, like, they're not married. The, the wife yeah. and the the mom and the and Scott aren't married, so it yeah. wouldn't be. Scott. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it would just right. be his ex wife's daughter. Yeah, but she called him <laughs> Uncle Scott. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, isn't it weird? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, but I think I love that they they they, they it's Uncle Scott. He wasn't like, oh, that's my ex wife kid. Yeah, yeah. No, that's my it's my niece. Like she's part of my family. Right. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful too. I yeah. really did. I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> wow. A lot more strong themes in this movie than I thought would actually be pulled out. I, I really, I think that there's a reason why you were asleep last night. So she watched the movie during the lock-in. We did at church on Friday night. She turned it on and she actually watched the movie all the way through and I was asleep. So when we got home from a Christmas sweater, uh, ugly sweater party we went to last night, it was like 8.30, 9 o'clock when we got home. No, it was like 9.30. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's an hour and 40 minute movie. Turn it on now. 10.30 or 9.30, I'll, uh, I'll be in bed. I'll be asleep before midnight. So I turn it on, and there was many points during the movie when I was, like, tearing up. Yeah. Like, I was just like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, the, the, <laughs> the scene with Lucy at the very end got me when, yeah. she, when she, you know. And then um, a couple of other scenes got me. This movie had a lot of really strong um, family stuff to pull out of it, and yeah. I really appreciated the themes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah. Um, this is the segment where we normally do like favorite movie drinks or snacks, but I want to throw a little audible in here. I think that uh, especially Dorothy and I, I think that we are the the king and queen of um, <laughs> of like holiday cocktails or like holiday like dishes and stuff. Like I think we like to create stuff for like the certain holidays. So I'll go around. Um, I've been making stuff recently, so I'll let Courtney go first, and then and then I'll come around to uh, Brian and then Dorothy yeah. and then myself. But what's your favorite Courtney like holiday drink or like uh, cocktail or or dish? Uh, for Christmas, like, what do you really enjoy in this time of season? Okay, drink wise, I just love a good peppermint martini situation. Chocolate or no chocolate? Ooh. Oh, we could do chocolate. No chocolate peppermint. That chocolate peppermint easy. martini. Espresso martini. If you want to make it espresso martini, just throw in a little bit more in there. That's fine. That's good too. Um, I will say my favorite holiday snack. Is like the little Debbie Christmas tree brownies. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Those are good. Those are good. Those are good. Um, and I will say like my actual like I don't know. What else am I supposed to say? That was it. Just Oh, okay. Holiday, like drink or snack. Okay. You, you I just fantastic. also think that like last night at our party we decorated um sugar cookies. That was so fun. And it was so fun and I just think that's like probably one of my New favorite holiday activities. Yeah. We should do that on Wednesday. I'm, I don't want to bake cookies. All right, deal. <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that, I'm already cooking homemade Alfredo from scratch. So, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Brian, what about you? I don't really have a favorite drink. Because Mick Ultra. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas edition. <laughs> Give me a Mick Ultra and put some rosemary in it. <laughs> or or we'll put we... it in a Christmas sports glass and then that counts. Or a... Uh, or a brown paper bag with a Christmas theme around the bed. Mm. Oh my god! 
so not now, count. I, I would say something I haven't had in a long time um, because Dorothy refuses to cook it. Um, it's <laughs> if you can't see, I'm rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> Um, and, and it's one of those um, things my grandmother used to cook every Christmas. Um, so we would have uh, sausage and grits and eggs, but we'd also have pork brains. Oh, no. <laughs> so you would cook Thank bacon you. and sausage in a frying pan, and it was like a small can. You would either get a Winn-Dixie or, are you ready, for the pig, or from Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, we'd, so you would cook the uh, pork brains in the egg grease or the bacon grease. Bacon grease and scrambled eggs yes. with pork brains. And grits. And so, yeah. And we, yeah, that was like. The, Y'all, it smells terrible. I can't get on board with, <laughs> this, the, with the pork brains. This sounds like child abuse. It, it, it was, it was, it's it was actually, really good. It's actually, it's spouse really abuse, and we're not. <laughs> Not having it. Okay, <laughs> between the pork brains, the buttermilk, <laughs> sauerkraut, it just is all zero out of ten. You guys for sauerkraut, me. or are you talking about my family? I don't like sauerkraut. I can't stand the smell. I feel like we always used to have sauerkraut. We, my dad oh, no, loves it would sauerkraut. Be collard kraut we, we, is what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, we'd have collard greens, collard kraut. Collard yeah. greens. My dad would yeah. make homemade sauerkraut, yeah. and he would do it with sausage, and he would. Oh yeah, he loved yeah. it. Oof. Um. What's funny is though, I hated it when yeah. I was young. You like it now? And then I got about 15 or 16 yeah. and I started liking it. Yeah. yeah. I'll actually do a sauerkraut hot dog. It's yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Sauerkraut yeah. on a hot dog oh is good. I, I'm the same way. If I'm like, putting anything on a hot dog, it's chili and cheese. Yeah. You don't even put or ketchup, mustard. the weirdo. Or mustard. Ketchup That's, is disgusting. I love mustard. I, I feel like you put ketchup on a hot dog, you're a communist. I only put mustard. I only put mustard on my hot dog. I'm just kidding. The only time I ever eat ketchup is on my scrambled eggs. That's the only time I've no, ever You are definitely. That's weird. weird. Why not hot sauce? I mean, I don't eat scrambled eggs. I, I don't do know, like but I just sauce. feel like. I put hot sauce on a lot of things. Hot sauce is normal. But yeah. if I can put ketchup on my eggs, I do. Okay, are you ready for this? One of our eat students said that she puts ketchup in her mac and cheese because it makes her. Tastes like pizza. It tastes like pizza. Yeah. Okay. What? That's gross. Yeah, we're, we, we should name her. But we're not going to name you her. You should call her out. That's... No. no. don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. No, she's one of our favorite students. You might need um, to have a stern talking to her. No, no. I mean, but I, I mean, I feel like when you're five, it's like fine. But if, if you're a senior in I'm high not, school and you do it because you think it tastes like pizza. Or but what? she let me try it and it's good. It doesn't uh-huh. taste bad. I just can't bring myself to think of the idea yeah. of it. Like, that's the thing. It does taste. I feel taste, like you're ruining mac and cheese. I don't yes. know. No, but she won't do it. She said she like, there's, there's like an asterisk. She won't do it in like good homemade mac and cheese. It's oh, like it's like only, mac the, and only the box mix. Like the box stuff. Okay. Still put, gross. I have a barbecue sauce in my mac and cheese. I feel like yes. I can give you a pass on the box mix because that stuff you can... That's you what wanna, I said. If you want to doctor she said, the box, she said mix, if somebody makes it. like a homemade thing of mac and cheese, she eats like it is. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense. If you're carrying a bottle of ketchup to family functions, and you're like, okay, let's get some ketchup. <laughs> like, but if you're just doing the craft mac and cheese, yeah, or Velveeta, like I get it. Okay, right. no yeah. is good without anything. Courtney, you're literally rotting your insides out. All right, I don't care. I'm so still alive. Good, though. <laughs> All right, Dorothy, you have to do two because you're 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 mama bear and you you do both things. So one I thing do. you do really great is is you do good like holiday cocktails, punches. You always make good things like that. So what is your go to? We're past obviously we're past Thanksgiving, so we're at Christmas now. What is your favorite like Christmassy holiday punch, cocktail, whatever? Like what's your go to? I like a really good. Um, Holiday like peppermint Bailey's hot chocolate. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, like it. It's kind of like um. I mean, you could you could actually doctor it and add a little whiskey or bourbon if you want to. That's what I would but do. But like like a bourbon hot chocolate with yeah, like peppermint. Yeah. Yeah. 
but there's got to be either Kahlua or Bailey's in there. You know, make it so sweet. Oh, can I have a can I have a second? When she's done, yes. Okay. <laughs> I have a second. Your drink. mother's I just your mother it. is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's just like a really good, you know, toasty warm. Yeah. Like by the fire, even if you don't have a fire, but you can and still. I love the, okay. Yeah. But no, I, some people may judge us for this, but this is the kind of family we are. It's something that you could have at 9 a.m. on Christmas morning. Exactly. Or 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Exactly. I love that about or that. Or at any time in between. Or any time in between. <laughs> no, seriously. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's like, it's Christmas morning and I want like a spiked hot chocolate. And it would, be, right, cool. it would be good with hot chocolate. It would be good with coffee. coffee? Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. And that's kind of our jam. Like, you know, how yeah. we do with coffee and oh, yeah. chocolate. Yes. We just that's that's how we it. are. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the drink thing. Okay. Um, I do like your peppermint martini thing that you said. That sounds really yummy. Um, you made a great one the other night. So this yes. week, or this past week, we had a cookie exchange. And so mm. uh, we had, I made homemade gingerbread men. Oh. And I haven't made them in a long time, but they came out really good. Oh, that sounds really amazing. Good. I and love I, gingerbread. And I decorated them. Like legit with like aprons and faces and the whole. You're nine good at yards. decorating. You are. Yeah, and I haven't done like cut out decorated cookies since. Well, long, I was little. A long time yeah. when you guys were little, we used to do that every year. It was so much fun. We used to do that all the time, um, but it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. So that was a good thing. I'm not a gingerbread cookie guy, but it was it was really good though. Yeah. I don't make them like crispy hard. I make yeah. them soft because I like soft cookies. And I finished yes. up I the too. year with with trying something new. So every month since TJ challenged me to do try something new, I've tried something new. Yeah. That was what I and tried. And he to do. tried this for December. I'm he dead. tried gingerbread. <laughs> what did he try this month? Gingerbread. Gingerbread oh, man. Yes, yeah. yeah, so he tried a gingerbread All man. Right. I'm gonna make you something on Christmas. I want you to try. Uh, make he's, he's done with his new stuff for I'm the gonna year. I'm going to make you a cocktail. <laughs> I can't drink it until January. Oh, he did actually try the um, bourbon. Did you try it? Or no, that was Jessica who tried it. Never mind. Well, you're not, you're, you're not drinking until January now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm drinking, but I'm not trying something new till January. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you could just try something new now, and then you don't have to I, try I, something new for January. Actually, I did try something new Friday. I'm not a big eggnog person. Oh, I that sounds disgusting to me. And eggnog. So, oh, I do love eggnog. Uh, that's my what I was talking about. And yeah. so at, at this little poker night I was at, a friend of mine brought Southern, it was the Southern Comfort eggnog. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, uh, Knott's, what's, it, what's the uh, bourbon? Knott's Creek? Knob, Knob Creek. Knob Creek. It's really good, yeah. Yeah, and so I like Knob Creek just by itself, which is not probably good. Okay. No, I like Knob Creek yeah, by itself. You know, yeah. I put a splash of water yeah, in it, it's great. Twist. Yeah, it's not or, beer. Or, or just like an ice cube. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and so, um, but like I, I, I tried it in an eggnog. I thought I was going to die, but it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's still a bit too milky for me. I it just, is very milky. I can't get, a, I can't I get can't. on board with eggnog. <laughs> My, my, so I'll Wait, go, can I go, can I have my part two? Go to your part two. Okay, to piggyback off the coffee. Okay, red velvet Baileys and coffee. Ooh, that's really good. So do you remember the little pudding, uh, the little pudding yeah. I did for Thanksgiving? Yeah. yeah I gained two pounds, you, thank you so much. <laughs> I oh ate them gosh. all in like one day. Those like, were so you good. Just I had a, a couple. dude. I ate them TJ all. ate most of them. If you do the red velvet, um... The red velvet Baileys Ooh. or whatever, yeah, and mix that into the chocolate pudding. <gasps> I bet that would be so good. It is. We, maybe it we was should one get of chocolate the, pudding. It was one of the recipes. I love you chocolate pudding. You could do that. So do you just like add it into the? So instead of milk, you know how it, it tells you to add milk. I don't. I've never made. I've never you made pudding in my whole half life. Half milk and half Baileys. <laughs> we should do this for Christmas Day. 
The vanilla, the vanilla and chocolate was really good. Yeah. So we'll do red velvet bay, bay leaf yeah. pudding was and a waffle. Make your own waffle bar. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, Can I bring brains to make no. it in my pan? If you make them on the grill outside. What no, about, he put that on my grill. <laughs> 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 honestly, I'm honestly, my... It sounds gross, but I if you know me well, you know that I, I love to try new things, so I oh. kind of want to try it. it. If I, if, it what, what if I if brought... If you want to try it, I'll bring the skillet, and we can cook it outside. Okay. You do not want or, it cooking in or the what house. What if I brought a old MRE that I might or might still have no, from no, no, when no, I was then, in the Army? No, we'll, we'll bring Did the pork brains. <laughs> gross. No. <laughs> Babe, All right. No one I, else can eat that. Okay. I'm gonna go. All right. Sorry. So <laughs> I'm gonna name I'm gonna name two cocktails. I'm gonna name my classic one that I always go to and that I actually haven't had yet. So I need to go buy it before Christmas passes. But my my um my my go to every single year. It's my forever my holiday favorite cocktail is just eggnog and bourbon. Like he just said, mm-hmm. I love eggnog and bourbon. Um, sometimes I'll just pour it in a glass over ice, but most of the time, what I do is I'll I'll put it in a um, I'll do you know two ounces of um, bourbon and three ounces of eggnog in a shaker, and I'll dry shake it to get it really frothy, and then I'll throw an ice cube in there, and then I'll shake it to get it like ice cold, and then I'll strain it over one big ice cube, and then I just sip on it. I put a little cinnamon and nutmeg on top. It's beautiful. That's like my favorite all-time um, Christmas cocktail. Mm-hmm. That sounds very pretty. Yeah it, yeah, it looks fantastic. I wish I had some eggnog. I can make you one free leaf. Um, no, we don't have eggnog. We don't. I need to go buy some. Um, I'm also on a very strict diet right now, um, and so eggnog is not on that diet, but I'm just going to go buy a small thing of it for Christmas. Anyways, but what I've been into recently this year has been cranberry pomegranate stuff um, with rosemary and bourbon as well. So you do as you do, like you know, double shot of bourbon, uh, two ounces, and then you do um, pomegranate juice, um, a splash of lemon juice, and then you can do variants. So sometimes I just do it just like that. Shake it, pour it over ice, rosemary twig with some uh, pomegranate seeds. Looks beautiful in a glass. Sometimes I'll throw an egg white in there to make it very frothy and white, and it'll have like that really nice foamy top on it. I do it all kinds of different ways, but that's been like my thing. Pomegranate this year with rosemary has just been really, Pomegranate really good. Pomegranate is really good. I love and it. And it, it pairs really well with bourbon. It's really good. It's surprising how well it pairs with bourbon. Yeah. I'm in, intrigued by bourbon and cranberry juice, by like a splash of cranberry. I'll I'll make myself one before you leave and let you try it. Okay. Yeah, you'll like it. It's yeah. actually very good. I like cranberry juice. Yeah, I think you'll like it. So the cool thing about cranberry juice is it, with bourbon is you can do lime or lemon. So I like it with lemon more, but lime tastes really good as well. Yeah. yeah. Sure. There's a bourbon cocktail I discovered recently called the Lion's Tail. Because um, most people when you think when you think lime, you think tequila, gin, and vodka. When you think lemon, you typically think uh, any type of whiskey. Yeah. For whatever reason, that's kind of the split. But lime actually pairs really, really well with I whiskey. do lime with my bourbon or whiskey it's all the time. It's very good. Yeah. When I do I do um, my whiskey with ginger ale. Mm. Or, oh, yeah. Lime's great with that. And I do lime all the time with it. Or even if I do the orange whiskey, I'll do orange whiskey with... Um, Ginger ale and a splash of lime juice. Yeah, the lime juice pairs super well with the whiskey. I actually am very surprised by how much it does. Um, I think it may not even be like a normal person thing. I think it might just be in my head. I had it split that way. But um, Lion's Tail Cocktail is something I discovered at River um, Riverside Liquors that we went to. 
it's this um, this really like sweet cocktail. It has uh, bourbon. It has really sweet, but bourbon. And it has lime juice, and it has a liqueur that I'm forgetting, so I'm not going to butcher it um, right now on on the mic. Um, and then it has um, like simple syrup in it, and it's very, very, very good. It's like a reddish colored cocktail, but I kind of used it um, the same variant. I just used cranberry juice with it, and mm-hmm. it makes like the one I'm going to make for Brian when we get done. It's very, very, very good. Um, but yeah, that would be my cocktail. And then as far as Christmas treats go. Um, I don't know. I think it's more of a Thanksgiving thing, but I just love uh, pecan pie. I think people still serve it around the holidays. Yeah. I love pecan pie. I'll eat it for any holiday. And then like she was saying, just um, sugar cookies, like classic, just like gingerbread, whatever, sugar cookies. I also love gingerbread cookies too, but sugar cookies, anything like that where yeah. you have like the classic red, green icing, like a snowman sugar cookie mm-hmm. and you have like all the buttons and the scarf and the, I just love it. I love yeah. it so much. Um, but yeah, that's mine. I'm so excited for Christmas. <laughs> I'm ready. I wish it. I wish it was tomorrow, and yet I'm also sad that it's a week away. Christmas Eve is a week away. It is a week away. It is a week away. Um, all right. Well, cool. We're we're at a very long time for this podcast, which I actually love when we do longer episodes because that means that we talked about a lot of cool things. Before yes. we end, you guys shared something really cool with us. I'm going to put you on the spot. You will be starting your podcast back up, and this is going to hold you accountable to it yes. very soon. So why don't you guys tell our listeners really quick? Because we always want to give you guys a shout out. Give you guys get uh, talk about when yeah. you're starting back up, and also for, maybe this is the first time our listeners have heard you talk about your stuff. Just. 30 seconds. Right. What is it about? So 28 and up podcast. We're going to, uh, we, we left off at a, we left off at a cliffhanger. I was going in to have a procedure. So I'm alive. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. I, I made it out. And so <laughs> Dorothy, did, you're dead. Out. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, we just kind of walked through different uh, issues when it comes to being married, when it comes to um, different things in life we walked through. And so we're going to. We came on to an episode of it. Yes, you did. Yeah. It, was, it was called. Oh, we did. Yes, we did in yes, Tampa. Yes, and maybe we, we'll have you back yes, again. Yes, we did. In, in Tampa. When we had to go see the game, yes, that was a fun yes, trip. That was, was good. a great was, trip. Um, and so we're going to tackle, uh, once again, some pretty rough topics, you know? Yeah, we, we're going to have um, a series coming up at the beginning of the year. And we'll kind of just start off with. Um, you know, catching everybody up mm-hmm. on where we've been and what's been happening. It'll be a really fun season. And, and I'm going to dive a little bit into this organization I just uh, started being a part of called The Bridge. Yes. And it uh, kind of helps people, um, leaders and pastors and stuff um, in church settings and other settings, get counseling and help. And mm. and so I'm, I'm focused more on like men's stuff and 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 so we're going to dive into that too right and what bit. that looks like to get to get counseling yeah. and help from mm. a, from a man's perspective yeah. and yeah. and breaking that barrier yeah. because That's a lot beautiful. of yeah. a lot of couples actually don't get counseling because the husband doesn't really want to mm-hmm. to take that step and um so Brian will be helping with that role yep That's so, cool yeah I love that so yeah. so there you go thank you of course. Thanks for we're, the plug Yeah we're excited for you guys to get that started again we're big fans of what you guys do yeah. you guys um I think we, obviously, the first episode you guys came on, I think we talked about this, but you guys are full of a lot of wisdom, and I think our listeners are able to get that from the, the serious stuff we talk about when you guys come on this podcast. So you guys you. you guys do a great job with your podcast, and we, uh, we're excited you guys are starting back up. We've missed yeah. it. Yeah, well, thank you. Of course. I might nickname myself the Bird Lady. The Bird Lady. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I think there's a marketing scheme, a ploy that could be used there. I mean, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe you update your graphic to <gasps> yes. put some Add like some birds. birds on her. Uh, I might do that. That sounds the great. The bald man and the bird lady. There you go. I like it. 
Or, or can as, I be the, the beard and the bird lady? As Joey would say, is this magic? I think so. <laughs> um, we can make a lot of money off our hands. You could. I'm dead. You could. You Sorry. could. <laughs> All right, cool. We're going to wrap this puppy up. Courtney, um, we have a cool um, list, and we have a special guest um, coming in January. So yes. tell our listeners about the break we're about to take. and then Yeah, so for the next two weeks, we're going to be off for Christmas and New Year's Day. And then we'll be back in January with four movies. The order I say this in is not necessarily the order we're doing it in. Exactly. But these are the four movies we're going to cover in January. It'll be Elemental. Correct? Yes, Elemental. Elemental, Mary Poppins, Star Wars, Episode 4, A New Hope, and yep. the live-action Little Mermaid. And the live-action Little Mermaid. We'll, we'll have, have a guest. Uh, and she's uh, very knowledgeable. She goes to the yes. porch all the time. We're actually so I'm excited really to have excited her on. I'm really excited to have it's her gonna on. Gonna it's going to be great. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, um, if all hearts and minds are clear, we're going to go ahead and close this puppy out. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, also, just I apologize for... Um, we haven't been posting as much on our podcast page, and that's on me. I took it over, and I just have been slacking a little bit. So That's fine, but you can still follow us at Wish Upon a Sparks podcast or Wish Upon a Sparks, or you can email us at Wish Upon a Sparks at gmail.com. We still exist, we promise. <laughs> follow us, and we will post. Also, the episodes come out every Monday, so even if we don't post, just go listen. <laughs> the episodes are going to drop. Every magical Monday. Every magical Monday, there's going to be an episode, unless we say there's going to be a break. So you know what? The best way for you... To know if there's going to be a break or not is just to listen. Just listen. Yeah. Well, we love you guys so much. Also, because it's the last episode of this year. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for just listening and being on this journey with us. We appreciate it. And um, we hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we can't wait to see you Happy in January. Hanukkah. All the things. All the things. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate. <laughs> yes, Courtney. <laughs> we can't wait to see you in January. Okay, bye. Bye, friends.